Hey, Spike. Hey. What did the drummer name his twin daughters? And a one and a two. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, covering political and social issues one liberty at a time, with entertaining insights of current events and important discussions on topics that affect us all. Shining the torch of liberty and brightening the future by bringing libertarianism into our everyday life. And now, your host, the friendly neighborhood libertarian, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth on Muddied Waters Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. What a fantastic intro that was. I loved it. Spike hated it. And you know, you've got the dad joke pro here. He hates me so much right now, and that's fine. <laughs> it's going to be a good show tonight. So as you guys can see, I have Spike Cohen joining me later on. We will be talking a little bit about basically what's been ailing people, right? Spike Cohen is somebody who um, is a champion in so many different ways for the for bearing the torch of liberty and bringing that around and just inspiring our communities to be better, to, to connect with one another, and to set home. Oh just to set the world uh on a on a whole nother platform of looking at liberty in a much better direction you guys could have seen him last night on um on tim pool's irl show he did a fantastic job challenging people and challenging their ideas just changing hearts and minds of millions but before we can bring on the man the myth the legend let's knock out some of the uh the important housekeeping so Thank you, of course, to Spike Cohen and Matt Wright for letting me come on here, continuing to use this platform to share out my opinions, my views, my stances on everything, and bring on incredible guests each and every week. Thank you to Brian Scott Lambrick and to Jenny for the intro that we use on this episode and every episode of Muddy or of Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. Thank you to Muddy Waters Media because this is the best platform out there. And thank you guys for, of course, going over to anchor.fm slash subscribe slash Nope. Nope. Anchor.fm slash muddied waters slash subscribe. Spike is in here coaching me as we're doing this. Where you guys can be a part of the exclusive group where you get the third episode of Matt and Spike show. You'll be able to get the muddied Murica where me and Matt dive deep into uh, specific topics of current events where you guys get to direct us. You guys get to tell us what to talk about and we'll cover those things uh, in an incredible way. Um, but of course, wherever you guys are hearing this, if you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Float, Odyssey, thank you guys so much for interacting with those posts, for liking them, for sharing them, for hearting them, for interacting with people's comments, for commenting in the in general. If you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that notification bell. If you guys are listening to us the later, at a later time on the podcast, taking us on the go, hitting the gym, uh, doing whatever it is that you're doing away from just watching us. Thank you so much. Make sure you guys give us a five-star review. There was recently in one of the libertarian groups, we got listed as a, as a big, massive libertarian platform because you know how amazing we are. But uh, but we need some more of those five-star reviews. So thank you guys for each and every one of those and continue to help building us out. So thank you guys so much for that. And we got to get uh, a big shout-out. Dapper Squirrel, in honor of this conversation this weekend, 
or uh, of of tonight in honor of mental health crises that we've seen as a result of covid as a as a result of mental health just being put on the back burner for a lot of people and and a big push to address this. The Dapper Squirrel has this incredible shirt where you guys can get 30% off. Um, I do have a link in the description of this video, but if you guys check out that shirt, I mean, dear person behind me, the world is a better place with you in it. Lots of love. Signed, the person in front of you. It's such a nice, sweet, tender message. It's wholesome. I feel like if somebody was to make a wholesome Sabbath meme page post, I mean, that would, that would be it embodied in a shirt. Spike is still <laughs> coaching me in my ears. You guys, I wish you guys could hear him, but it'll be in a little bit. <laughs> Two events coming up that I got to share out uh, in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. If you're in the area, August 20th or 21st, make sure you guys are heading over to the Criminal Justice Reform Summit. Uh, the link is also in the description. You guys, check this out. We're going to have some incredible speakers. Uh, I believe even Snoop Doggy Dog may be uh, appearing in some form or fashion for the evening of course spike cohen will be there i will be there the always incredible kelsey line will be there just a libertarian rock show event if you will but we're going to be learning about how to engage with our communities and everything else so if you guys are in the area it is a free event for all ages and they will be catering food head on down there check out the links and sign up today that's uh saturday and sunday august 20th and 21st if you guys are looking for something to do on election night Head on down to Brevard, Florida. Head on down to the one and only Melbourne, Florida. There's no other Melbourne in the world, right? Because Australia doesn't exist. I don't want to hear it, chat. Melbourne does not exist anywhere but in Florida. So on November 8th, come on down, see Spike Cohen and myself, and as well as Jordan Marlowe. What, who's Jordan Marlowe? He is a libertarian mayor who was elected and then re-elected. And Shelly, the Brazilian porcupine, who doesn't love porcupines, get down there, sign up. Come meet us. Come hang out with us. If you guys are just looking to to brand out your uh, your company, you've got an online business, a podcast. They're looking for sponsors to help distribute this out so that they can continue to change hearts and minds down there in Brevard County, Florida. And last but not least, big shout out to Kelsey Lyon Designs. If you guys are a campaign, you guys got events, you guys got anything going on, and you want to take it to the next level, Kelsey Lyon Designs is the woman for you. Head on down there, check them, check her out. She will build your logos, your branding, business cards, publications. She's built out websites for people. She's worked for some incredible people such as Spike Cohen, for Natalie Bruno, for Ashley Shade, for Joe Jorgensen. Just an incredible list of libertarians. She will take care of you as well. So head on down there, use the code MuddyWater. She's going to hook you up with a discount. You're going to like the way you look. Men's Warehouse guarantees it. But without further ado, you guys know him as Bazooka Jew. You guys know him as that guy on Twitter. You guys know him as potentially the summer summer boy chirp. But I know him. Was the what? Was it was was that the one from Kim? Summer boy chirp. This sweet summer boy. No, uh, no, what the was sweet, it? the sweet sweet summer boy. The sweet summer boy. There we go. The sweet summer yes, boy. The sweet summer but, boy. I know him. I haven't been called as, that in a while. I know him as Spike. We have the the Nards Cohen. Oh God, that's from Kennedy. <laughs> that we is have from the Kennedy. Nards is from Kennedy. Yeah, that was actually was that's, the last uh, time that you came on was just after that that segment. It was not just after not we had after, but a couple days later. It's Tasha's husband. Yes, Spike. It's how it's how's it going? Much anything but his name. How, it's, how's it's, 
I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So I got a little bit of housekeeping. So going back, I want to circle back to a couple things you said. So <laughs> we're circling back no here on the show. Me. Is this what we're doing? Yo, no, I just because <laughs> apparently no one could hear me. So I'm just now retracing some of the things that I was saying to you, <laughs> which was apparently nothing but distraction. So Kelsey uh, made SpikeCohen.com. She designed SpikeCohen.com. So I'm not saying you should go over to SpikeCohen.com and then over to you or the power.com. What I'm saying is if you end up at SpikeCohen.com, that whole thing was designed by Kelsey. It's absolutely mwah. And uh, exactly to the way that I asked and, uh, and, and very, very affordable. And uh, you should go and hire her for all of your design needs. Boom. That's the, the other. Surfback? And then nope. what was the other? <laughs> Talked about. Oh, I need that picture uh, so I can make the wholesome Sabbath meme, the thing with the people in the back, and then the link, and then I'll say, "Yeah, this I need that." What? But I just need the. I need. So I need two things. This is important for me to say during a live show. But what I need are the photo of the two people with with their arms around each other, so people can read it. I just need that, and then the actual link, so I can put that in the comments you know who that is who well this guy oh oh huh huh oh. and that's kelsey and there's baby kiara hey look oh at wow so you're so you're about to be a star a meme star I, potentially i mean yeah i i just pulled the spike cohen by Never mind, I didn't pull a spike code. Hey, this is a live show. Stop derailing the live show, Jason. I, I was I was gonna pick up the shirt, but the shirt was not there. Um so but but nonetheless, yes. We're gonna get okay, so get that get that to me, and then we're gonna do whatever the thing was I just said. And I'll put the that up. Holtham Sabbath. It's not Sabbath. How are you gonna put wait, it up today, tonight? Today's today's Friday, right? Today's Friday. I thought, I thought Yeah, Friday I thought night. Jews, our our day starts the night before. I thought yours was Saturday. It is Saturday, but Jewish Saturday, the Jewish day starts sundown the day before. My whole world has been a lie. (laughs) It's it's that the Jews... (laughs) (laughs) Give a kiss to to Saturday. No, it's it's sundown. Our days start on sundown. Okay. And that's why we always win. Because our that's day, it. we that's start the, our day when the Goyim go to bed. That's the, the space laser's creation time. Is yes. Sundown. You can't make a space laser if you wake up at sunrise. There you go. There okay. we go. All right. So that's today's... A, that's a quote. Because being lighthearted is what we do here. We got we to gotta yes. dive into something that's uh, really important to, to me yes. especially. You've been an inspiration to me. You've helped me out even even since the the time of thinking that this should have been a show idea. Um, mm-hmm. Millions of Americans right now are suffering from mental ailment, ailments or physical ailments. Um, I I think that this is a good opportunity because people know you as the god, as a myth, as a legend, as somebody who's infallible, unbreakable. You stand up against the gods of the ATF and and nothing can can shatter your arguments. Um it's very polytheistic, but sure. Yeah, but that's not always been the Spike Cohen of you know 
you've not always been this this person that's been able to to persevere through that you've had some down times you've had some oh, times yeah. of of deep deep darkness and yes. you know for myself you know yours was was more of the ms and and i'll let you explain that mine was mm-hmm. having ptsd where you know some of the days are our struggle just to to move around and it's not it's not a physical thing for me it's not my body fighting myself it's just the thoughts in my head and everything else. So I wanted to have this conversation because as we're looking out across the world, I, I, I feel like this is a topic that we don't cover enough. And so I wanted to hear from you like a little bit of your story. If you're, if you're willing to share that and and talk about some of the, some of the mindset shifts that you had to go through in order to get out of that. Absolutely. Well, I'm less so uh, wanting to share anything after that opening joke, but here I am. I mean, it's live. So that was a fantastic joke. I can't get out now. I mean, this would look bad if I just left. I mean, this is my house. I could just leave. I could just leave, but I, I'm not, you know, anyway. No, I, I'm, I'm happy to. I, I like, in fact, I've, I've been finding this year, especially, uh, that it's been on my heart to share this more and more as the main thing I share. Uh, last, not, uh, yeah, last weekend, I was in D.C., speaking at the uh, Students for Liberty Leadership Summit. There's these like college kids and, uh, and college, recent college grads from all over the planet that have come to this to, you know, talk about being the future leaders of the liberty movement. And, you know, I'm the keynote speaker. And I was like, okay, well, these kids are being inundated with, you know, everything they need to know to be a leader, right? Like they're getting the who, what, the when, the where, they're getting everything that they need to be leaders effectively by people that are probably even better at it than I am. Right. So I thought, okay, well, what would I have needed to hear at what would I in retrospect have needed to have heard in that age from someone that I, you know, respected and cared about what they had to say. And it was the why, like the, the finding out who you are as a person, making sure that you're doing something, not just because it's what you're supposed to do, but actually what the purpose is behind it. And so I gave this this talk that I felt like this sort of this random like uh, this this like uh, like sprawling meandering conversation. And I thought, well, I hope that connected. And I mean, based on the reaction that I got, I, I think it connected very well. It turned out that uh, there are a lot of people that that want to hear this. So I have found more and more that I'm talking about this, and that's probably a good thing because my background, the MS actually wasn't where my my problem started in fact if anything in retrospect the ms was probably the were you just asking me if i was going to say yes or no or did you just want me to go okay i don't don't know if you were just like like i you just wanted me to go yes and then we'd start talking or if you wanted me to go straight into talking about spike i i i want to so first there's an an announcement i needed to make and i failed to do this yes uh so in honor of your 40th birthday this is the 40th episode of mr beard of truth oh wow incredible planned probably not but we're gonna say it was um wow it's all come full circle no i'm not gonna point out that your chair is half your age i'm not gonna point that out again all right you are (laughs) <laughs> i didn't do it <laughs> i didn't do nothing so before we went live i pointed out that this chair has been with me through thick and thin that i bought this chair uh the same time that i bought my first home uh actually before i went no yeah around the time i bought my first home and i said wow that means i've had it for for over 20 years and he went yeah that's half your age i didn't i didn't do nothing 
I didn't do hey, nothing. Hey, look, I'm going to destroy your, your life with now, simple math. Now, now you know how the ATF feels That's every day. That's my Jason Lyon impersonation. Now you know how the ATF feels each and every day that you wake up. Is that what I do? You bully Oh, that's them. right, because I just point out simple facts and it, like, ruins everything. I'm going to get past this. This is going to be a show about my... This show now is about me persevering through that. And then that joke that you opened with. That joke was... So, old. despite the existence of simple math that hurts, and that, specifically that joke, uh, I am going to make it all the way through this episode. So the second no, announcement, so, the second okay, thing oh, oh, was still doing this. Okay, yeah. So that was just the first one. The second one was I shared it on my my profile of what happens if you ask for Spike for a simple yes or no answer, and he says I'm not going to go into paragraphs, and then it proceeds to be <laughs> was a partitioned paragraph. I so just did that. hey, Spike, can you help? Would you mind doing something? Yes. And before I, uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyways no go ahead i i want to hear it all that's i did i did ask you an open-ended question that way I, it was not a simple yes or no okay good hi folks spike cohen here um so i okay so my uh, here the way i like to word it is this i have learned and i'm now going back to what i've learned now um this is uh, you're about to find out why i felt like what i said to the kids was meandering because it's kind of all over the place but uh, I've now since learned that all of us have this, I guess we'll call it a somebody suit, okay? And it's 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 something that is created, and this isn't, by the way, this isn't done as a harmful thing, and, and it's not necessarily bad in and of itself, but it's this sort of persona that is being created for you uh, for, by uh, your parents, your guardians, your closest loved ones around you, possibly even before you're born, but certainly by once you are born. So it's similar to the way that like um, you'll see how people will like anthropomorphize uh, pets and they'll like say, oh, look, he's sad. He's happy. And like the dog's just sitting there like, you know, whatever. We do it for babies, too. The difference is the dog's never going to have to come into that suit that you've created for them. But the baby does. So as the baby becomes a toddler, becomes, you know, and and is able to start uh, talking and as they are psychologically and cognitively Uh, maturing and growing they're coming into something that has been created for them and it starts with oh look he's happy he's sad but it it eventually is oh he's this type of person he's that type of person or she is you know she's really into this or she's really that or you know our family our women do this or our men do this and it's nothing again it's nothing harmful it's just the nature of what happens when when you raise a child and so when you grow into this thing, you kind of already have this, this little suit that's tailored for you that helps define who and what you are. And we all react differently to it. I changed my name. Like some of us go just completely, nope, none of this is me. I'm doing my own thing. Some, so, uh, you know, people react differently. Some people just take it and go, wow, this is a perfect fit and go on. Or they wear it and go, you know what? It's going to be really tough for me if I don't just wear this thing. So I'm going to do it. Some people tailor it to their needs. Uh, and in reality, we all kind of tailor it a li- at least a little bit over time. Some of us completely throw it away and put on a new one. But we're conditioned both with a, uh, what I call a somebody suit, this sort of like, this is the, the person that I put forward, uh, you know, I guess they'd call it the ego, um, or the persona. Um, and then, uh, and then just not just that suit, but the idea that that's how you craft who you are sort of creating this persona around you. 
And so, and there's nothing, again, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. You go about the day and you're being who you wish to be, you, you are presenting who you wish others to see, right? Yeah. But what happens is because uh, human beings uh, are hardwired like subconsciously to be able to program their own brains uh, and that can be used for positive or negative. Uh, because of that, you can very quickly, uh, if you don't watch it or if you don't know any better, you can fall into this trap of trying so hard to create this persona for yourself that that's really all you're doing. Everything, your why of why you do everything that you do becomes this persona. Yeah. And that might not really be what you're about. You may have lost yourself in the process. I 100% lost myself in the process because I had a, a, a somebody suit that had begun to be created for me and that I, you know, took the parts I liked and, and, and you know, uh, removed or, or changed the parts I didn't like. But I had this, you know, uh, this persona I was putting forward and it led to uh, and it was something that I kind of worked on throughout my my, you know, childhood years, my teenage years and into my early adulthood. Um, and I'm not sure it ever truly ends. Um, but uh, the long story short is that uh, as a result of me primarily focusing on putting forward a persona, I had very, very, and probably also genetics and, and you know, uh, genetic predisposition or whatever else. Um, I had very, very severe depression and anxiety starting as early as I can remember um, seven, eight years old, like, and probably earlier than that. Um, very, very severe. And so by the time I was 13, I was doing drugs. I was doing drugs. Uh, at the time I thought, well, you know, drugs are cool or whatever, but I wasn't doing it because drugs are cool. I was doing it because I was desperately looking for something to, uh, make me feel okay and enough. Yeah. And, just to detach uh, away from what you were going through anyway, anyway. It, to detach from it and to just have moments of feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm enough. I'm okay. This is okay. And the, the thing about drugs is they do that. Uh, it, yep. it's, that's the problem with drugs is that uh, drugs are a, a pill or a thing that you can take or consume in some way that make you feel like you're enough. And that's scary because then it wears off. It's not like it stays. It wears off. And that's the problem. So, um, or at least that's what it did for me. And so, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, uh, amazingly, um, shout out to myself, I was actually able to start and grow a successful business during all of this. So I didn't, not only did I not hit rock bottom, I was actually soaring up, which made me feel like, oh, hey, this is, this is the good. Right I did a great yeah. job. Hey, thanks, drugs. Right. So, uh, and that's another quote. Uh, there's going to be many quotables. Uh, uh, so far, only two of them. Uh, moving forward. But uh, so I thought, well, hey, thanks, drugs. That's great. And then at some point, I realized the depression was really seeping back in, it was really getting worse. And I thought, well, it's not the success. That's the problem. It's the drugs, right? So I over over the course of I, I stopped first with the hard stuff, then I stopped with cannabis. Uh, and then I realized that my uh, drinking, which had always been kind of minor, was never really that intense was starting to really ramp up pretty quickly. And so I stopped doing that too. And then without realizing it, I replaced uh, my drug addiction, which uh, I've been sober for over 16 years now, which kind of Congratulations. Uh, well, thank a, you. I appreciate that's incredible. that. That's, uh, I thought you were going to tell me how, what percentage of my life that was. No? <laughs> it's no? an insignificant percentage. It's fine. No, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. I'm so old. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. So, uh, 
uh, but so I, 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 unbeknownst to me, what I really did was I, I replaced that addiction with my new addiction, which was success, which was hyper-focusing on that somebody suit. I'm this successful, you know, alpha male Jewish guy. And I'm, you know, I, I eat, breathe and, and, and poop success. That's my third quote. And uh, I, uh, this is just great, great. Someone needs to make these all like, like info pick quotes. We'll, we'll get um, the team on it. But, okay, good. Um, but you know, I, I had created this thing and it was who I was. I was Spike Cohen. I was this like really young guy who like had this, you know, successful business and that's who I am. Okay, great. And then I even, you know, I, I, I met an incredible, uh, incredible woman who I am now married to. And, uh, and, you know, so on, on, on paper or in appearance, my life is going great. I am have this, you know, successful company. I'm involved in these startups. I'm this, you know, very successful entrepreneur. Um, and I've got this you know, beautiful, loving, uh, amazing wife. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, you know, got a loving and supportive family and network of friends. Everything on paper is like, wow, this guy's life is great. I could not have been more miserable. And I kept getting more miserable. And in retrospect, what the day that I woke up and couldn't feel the most, basically, I could barely feel the right side of my body from my neck down began as horrifying as the next two years were really two and a half years um as horrifying as those years were that began the process of me fixing the problems that i had and it really because it took being told you have ms and not just you have ms but then the realization that it, it, it was interesting the MS was sort of this like baptism by fire. Like all I cared about was getting better. And I had never really at that, at no other point in my life had I ever thought you got to get better. You got to get better because I always had kind of convinced myself everything was okay. Yeah. You're you and, like a, could I say like you you had like a sense, like you're just going to live for a long time. You haven't had any issues up to this point. There's nothing stopping you. I'll deal with that later. And it was with everything. I was about almost a hundred pounds overweight. Um, I, my doctors were saying to me, I mean, you know, look, uh, you're getting into your thirties now and stuff that might've been okay. You know, your cholesterol really shouldn't be like this when you're above 30 and your, your, your blood pressure is pretty bad and not liking that blood sugar number. Like it was all, it wasn't quite your, your pre-diabetic or your, you know, the, but it was your hypertensive and we need to get that down. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. I'm just in my early thirties. I can fix this later. Right? Like I was in this this kind of trance I had created for myself and a lot of us do this where it was like, well, I'm busy doing the things that matter. Yep. I'll worry about my physical and mental well-being later. You know, when the other stuff, when a, the other stuff in my life is no longer happening and I just have time to do this because that's going to happen. And B when uh, my physical and mental health actually matter. Yeah. And so it's 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 funny because like i've been through that same mindset mindset where it's like i could just push that stuff off till later and, yeah. and it takes like five seconds of thinking about it going if you take care of that how much better would you be at literally everything else how much better no it's fine I, later later not just how much better would that be but keep in mind anytime you say or think something you have what, what, you know, some people call the lizard brain. You have this deep subconscious, which is basically 
really it's like your gut intuition it's fight or flight it's where like where your feelings and how you respond to things come from before you're even consciously processing it and if your lizard brain which is your like survival mechanism is constantly hearing this guy does not care about you that's at some point that's going to give at some point your your body which your your subconscious has a much closer and quicker connection to than your conscious does is going to go mm, actually no uh I, we matter you matter i matter you know whether you look at yourself as one or, or many things or however you want to look at it we that your body and your life matter and uh you're going to start uh, treating it that way uh i don't believe that i got ms uh because of the stress and everything else that happened in my life i can't imagine that it it didn't help to trigger it i mean there ms is a is a autoimmune and metabolic disease uh that is caught, triggered by getting um by getting um epstein barr virus but the vast majority of people who get ebv don't get ms or anything else but once you've gotten ebv and then something or some other things happen it can trigger autoimmune illness i think my one of my other things could have been the severe stress and anxiety i was constantly in it certainly couldn't have helped right so but that wasn't when i realized that i had to change things that was just when I realized, actually, that, that wasn't when I realized what I needed to change. I knew something needed to change, but I didn't realize what it was. What changed that was when my doctor sat me down and we talked about treatment options once I actually got the official diagnosis about a year and a half later. And when they did that, they said, you know, the purpose of your MS treatment was to, is to slow down the progression of your MS so much that really it doesn't, it's no different than just the usual aging process. And I went, "Hmm, that sounds good. Wait a second. We are all going through a slow, almost imperceptibly slow level of entropy and degradation to the point where eventually we're not here. We all know in the abstract, we're not going to be here, right? Like everyone knows that. No, we, we all know. And, you know, we'll jokingly be like, I want to live forever. But really, that's our, our minds going, I want to live for like, this is scary, right? But the thing is, it's actually, you need to, and this always starts as a potentially much more depressing conversation, but it's one that has to be had, like, we have to have this conversation. Long before you die, you know, unless God forbid, you know, something happens to you, that's like a freak accident, or, or some like illness that set for the vast majority of people, Long before you reach that point where you're not breathing anymore and you're not here anymore, you get older. And you get, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I'm like, paying you back for like, that 20 years is half your life bullshit. Like early. eventually so you, you turn get, 40? Like how much older yeah, do you get? Yes, eventually you turn 40. <laughs> and then shortly after that, you die. No, uh, <laughs> you, you, you get, you know, you get older and the things that you're putting off right now might very well be things you don't even want to do. You know, if you're putting off some vacation or if you're putting off some big goal in your life till after you're done with the thing, which could be what working like what, like you're going to be seventies. Do you think you're still going to want to even do that? So yeah. the, what I, what I took away from the realization that like, we all are suffering from what is essentially a 100% fatal and incurable progressive illness, which is aging 
that made me realize like you're focused on the wrong thing. You're worried about this MS because it's this clear and present threat, but there always was one there. You have a finite amount of, of life and it, your life cannot be defined by, I am here to create revenue so that I can tell people that I am the person that creates revenue. And when they say why, you can stare at them blankly and then say, because I create the revenue. You're not a, an, an NPC moneymaker. Like you have to have purpose, right? Yeah. And you need to know what it is and you need to examine that. And so that took me on a, a really, really challenging year, uh, pretty much through all of 2017 of, you know, retiring from my company. I'd, I had thankfully reached a point where I didn't have to work uh, to be able to, to you know, pay for my, my, my living. So it wasn't all for naught. I mean, it was, it was good that I had had financial success, but I, I've now, I, I took a year off, not just to relearn how to eat healthy and live healthy, but also to try to figure out like who I was. And that's a weird thing to do at the age of 35. Yeah. At that time. Like just like, like a recalibration just, uh, of your life and just like center yourself and everything, everything you're doing. Yeah. Your life, who you are. And now there were, I, the thing is amazing wife, right? Amazing, you know, uh, uh, incredible loved ones, a uh, great circle of, of friends and, and family. Like I had all sorts of blessings there. And, and all sorts of great things. It wasn't like I'm just going to discard my life. It was me. Yeah. Like everything, it was interesting. Almost everything else was essentially perfect or at least, you know, very, very great. It was me. I didn't know why. Like, yeah. why am I doing this? I, I resonate so much with that because it's like, you've met Kelsey. Kelsey is yes. a star in every way, shape, or form. You have an incredible family. Your my, family is so beautiful. Yeah, my girls are, are amazing little girls. They're so well-behaved, and they take care of themselves. And, um, you know, I've I've got a good family um, outside yeah. of just the immediate family. I've yeah, had yeah. held good jobs. I've got an amazing network of friends. And um I've got people that love and care for me and, and I could call them at any time. And some of them will, yep. will crack jokes at me and not, not laugh at my dad jokes. Um, I'm not going to, not, not going to say who, but no, listen, uh, all, some of your friends are going to be the problem. Yeah. And some of them definitely don't laugh at my dad jokes, but, um, but you Never. go through that and it's just like, you look from the outside and, and you see me and you're like, man, he must have a great life. And it's just like, yeah, you know, you were talking about like that crippling depression and anxiety. Yeah. I yeah. was sitting here, two weeks ago and i was like you know is there really a point is there really a reason and people yeah. would look at me like how you're you're how insane you that yep. yeah yep yep it's yep. like yep you're not seeing it from the inside out you're seeing it from the outside in you don't see yep. the battles that we face every day in and day out do we choose to have these battles or do we choose to ignore them and just push those off to later how you know the grappling there is is it's terrible. I hate this war zone. It, it it is. It's it's a terrible. It's a war zone that is invisible and internal, and it's also a war zone that almost all of us are fighting to some degree or another. A lot of us either have gotten into a good place and have have settled with that, but it's always present, right? Like I'm not some uh, um, uh, enlightened, uh, you know, nirvana reached being who you know floats above my own head and 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 bestows down just tidbits of my piece to others like it's it's we're all still going through it it never it never really stops but it's at least good to calibrate and know what that what that challenge is so it's not a battle now it's just a it's an ongoing challenge it's part of your life 
but you know, and a lot of other people, they function, right? Like they're not, it hasn't reached a level of disorder. It hasn't reached a level of manifesting itself as compulsion or obsession or, or, you know, severe depression or anything like that. But we're all dealing with being these beings who are in this world who we're, that we're trying to figure out what the purpose of all of it is. And we have a finite amount of time and our body is in a constant state of change all the way from the very moment we have our first conscious thought that we remember all the way to the very end. You know, that's a challenging experience, man. And I, I don't think we give ourselves enough. Uh, I, I think because for the, you know, 99.999 whatever percent of human history, it was you do stuff to survive. And it's only in the recent time that we all get to be these like mini philosophers that actually have time to sit there and go, I wonder what it's all about. Like, that's not historically like a hundred, even a hundred years ago, like human beings have been around 6,000 years. No, human beings have been around for like, probably like 150 to 250,000 years, right? Uh, And even before that, we were we descend from, uh, you know, other, uh, you know, the, the, the previous, uh, um, uh, great, greatest apes, if you want to call it that. And yeah. so we have this long history of having quite a bit of developed consciousness comparable to other animals, right? And, and even just the human part has been all of that, all of that time, not just the, the you know, five, six, eight, what is it, 8,000 years of, of time of actual like recorded history, yeah. but the, like 200,000 years before that of you, you awake at some or you 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 are birthed at some point if you survive and you spend the next 20 to 40 years desperately trying to stay alive and then going into you know recorded history and and all of that it's only in this very very recent amount of time that that the average person has hours a day to sit there and go i wonder why this is and so and that's good, right? Like that's that's human progress that we've been able to reach a point where you we know we can make podcasts. We can make podcasts. This is this <laughs> is the peak. This is the our moment. This is when it all begins to unravel. <laughs> no, this is this is like wait, why are we surviving? All right, we're done, everyone. Sorry, everyone. Everyone gets a podcast. Everyone gets a podcast. No, it's uh, it's but no, but I mean, so it's a good thing, but it is a challenge. We are now grappling as. A species that did not typically like we had a handful of philosophers whose yeah. job it was and that's even that's only in the last 99 point or the the last point zero two percent of our of our uh you know our history as a species that we even had a handful of people that would sit there and go i yeah. wonder what this is all about like it really and then now to come into this you know to, to hyper realize into this moment where it's like almost all of us can sit there and be like hmm I mean, even in other countries that we consider poverty streaking, they still actually have some leisure time. Like, it's just we're reaching a point where, where almost no one is having to spend every waking moment trying not to die, uh, yeah. you know, trying to, to not die of like, uh, you know, something completely preventable, like hunger or something like that, or like a simple preventable disease. Now it's like, you know, so, so that's good, but it means that we're all now out here without a lot of historical perspective to lean on to try to figure out what the hell this is all about. And it's a challenging time and, and we need to be kinder to each other about that. But, you know, the beauty, and we can talk about this, the, the beauty of this is we do have some guide stones that each one of us can use that help us, A, to figure out 
who we are and what we're about and be to for lack of a better word, gamify this experience that we can enjoy it, whatever our purpose is, whatever our lot in life is. Yeah, you, um, and, and on those notes, you know, um, you held a room in Clubhouse. So if you guys are not in Clubhouse, how Clubhouse works is it's just a chat room <clears throat> that you get a, everyone is talking, it's using your voices. So it's a different, it's so much different than Facebook and Twitter and, and all those platforms where you have to read somebody's text and you can't tell the tone of voice, but you're actually using your voice to communicate with the one another. It's like just basically like uh, the old landlines where you like party call and each person three ways the next person. We've gone back to party lines. Yes. Yes. Um, hopefully it's not like back when, when Spike was a kid and it was like one line feeding into an entire neighborhood where if your neighbor was them anyways. Wow. Um, <laughs> I love you, Spike. Um, a scant two thirds of my life ago. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know, so Spike was on there and they can have formatted rooms. And so Spike was talking about, he got invited on to talk about what's ailing you. And so he was talking about his experiences and and so me being incredibly nervous i gotta ask spike a question so it was my first time interacting with spike ever um don't fact check this it was a big moment for you it was a huge moment um yeah thankfully you couldn't see me shaking in my boots but um hi spike uh i i'm just uh, a person like you (laughs) but but I, I was asking you because you know as somebody who suffers from ptsd as somebody who suffers with 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 Mm -hmm basically chronic depression um and yeah. crippling anxiety um you know what is it that we can do for ourselves or what is it that we can do for others uh to help them through those times and and you took a couple a couple people asked this very similar questions but you took the time to yeah. break some of these things down that you had gone through to help people and i think that this is something that um we have to we have to be better you know as you said we got to love each other a little more we got to feel for one another a little more and we have to be there for yeah. one another a little more. Um, I know that my wife is, is, is on the board for a QPR um, board where they go around and they teach people about QPR, which is basically like CPR, but for mental health where you can like okay. see the symptoms and you can, you can see somebody who may be a depressed or somebody who may be having like an anxiety moment or having a PTSD uh, episode and you can, you can help them through those things. But you gave something that I started already implementing in my own life. But I, I wanted to know kind of what is it that when you're in your darkest days, what are some of the things that you do in order to help yourself? So the, the two things that I – I mean there are many different things that I've, I've learned to do along the way. But I will say the two things that were in and of themselves the most powerful because – depending how far along, you know, we're talking about how to build your why of, of, of why you are who you are and who you want to be, not who you've thought you've been supposed to be, but who you actually want to be as opposed to who you want to present. Like who, who is it you are? Who do you wish to be? What is, you know, what is it, you know, what do you want to be about? What is your why? Why are you here? Right. And what, what do you want to be about why you're here? But sometimes some people are so deep into, the basically the existential crisis, you know, we talk about quarter life crisis, midlife crisis, you can have the exciting variant that Jason and I have, which is a perpetual life crisis to every what day is today, it's Tuesday, <laughs> and a Tuesday life crisis, like, you know, it, it you can have, you can have that it's not Tuesday, it's Friday. That's a crisis. 
it's a friday <laughs> life um but uh but so um you know and if you're that like acutely in a state of of like crisis and 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 fear and and sadness you might not be ready to do the why yet like that that might you're not in you got to be in a, in a a decent headspace to do that and if you try to push through i gotta find out why i'm about and what i why i'm doing all this uh it's gonna it can actually backfire and you're you're it can very quickly become almost this feeling of nihilism like i don't even care and it's just because you're not in the right space right so yeah the things that i learned go ahead it goes back to that thing that i was talking about before when you pointed it out of we'll just push off the mental health and the physical health stuff yes I can't worry about my mental well-being. I got to figure out what this is all about. Well, you're you're not going to be able to do that unless your head's in, in the right space, right? Like, you know, you you have to do that. So some things, uh, I, actually, I think there were three things that, that were probably the most important things. And this all came from my learning about mindfulness, meditation, stoicism. You know, it was really just me. It started with stress reduction. It was, I was told by a doctor, best thing you can do with this whole MS thing is uh is reduce stress because if you stress out your ms is going to get worse and it's like oh that's good that'll help <laughs> with my stress that's not going to cause so, a vicious cycle no i'm not stressed just knowing that thanks <laughs> so anyway so i like <laughs> just the existence of that fact isn't in and of itself making my stress go up as you talk to me but so i i but that really so it started with like how to reduce stress and really it took me on a journey of like how to reduce stress in general. And really the best way to reduce stress is to change the way that we are thinking and processing things. And so you can look up, like if you want to find out more about this, things like uh, active gratitude, cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, mindfulness, uh, stoicism. Also, if you are in a position to be able to do so, you should seek a therapist. Like I, I strongly, strongly recommend that. Like this is not a journey that you have to go on alone and it helps to have someone who knows what they're doing in this field and isn't closely tied to you where they have a vested interest one way or another and, and are even subconsciously inputting their own thoughts on, on what they want because they love you and they're a part of your life. That's very helpful. But these are the three things. So number one, uh, is uh, active gratitude. And active gratitude is basically the idea of realizing that whether you are the wealthiest, most powerful, happiest person on earth, which by the way, those likely aren't all the same things. But uh, just whatever you consider in your in your time every single day of, uh, of, um, you know, of, of whatever your your pursuit is, that you may or may not even know what it is you're actually pursuing. You've got your mind's eye of like, this is the peak and I'm not going to stop until I reach that. Go ahead and think of reaching that peak right now. Okay. Whatever that is, probably there's likely no one that's actually there, but anyone who's reached whatever the, the top is so far, all the way down to someone who is struggling just to survive today, poverty, uh, uh, terminal illness, whatever it is, and everything in between. Every single person is struggling to some degree, usually in here. And what that means is that we can choose to look at life as this like really challenging thing and you got to work through it, which you're, you're, you're eventually going to break if you do that. Everyone has their breaking point. Or you can look at it as this interesting adventure that we are on that along the way, there are some really great things that we can be grateful for. However well or poorly things are going uh, in the abstract, 
we can look and, and be grateful for all sorts of things along the way. Okay. And one of the best ways, again, go Google active gratitude. And, and I mean, there's all sorts of stuff about it. You, you can spend hours on YouTube about it uh, just uh, before you even have to buy a book. Um, but the one thing with active gratitude that I learned was every day, every evening, or really, I, I, I tend to do at the end of the night, but you could do it partway through the day. End of the night's good because it's like the last thing you do before going to bed. Is that is that just just to go to circle back at the end of the night? Is that the beginning of the day or is that which, at the beginning are, of the Jewish day? About, OK, OK. All right. There we go. OK, whenever. Just, just what, here's what it is, because I mean, this, you know, this is very uh, nine to five normative what I'm saying. Uh, so when you're going to bed, whenever that is, so, you know, as the sun is rising, whenever, whenever you go to bed, right before you go to bed, write down or, or put in your phone, however, whatever the best way to do this, but, but record it on your phone, write it down on in a journal, what, however you want to do it, but it needs to be recorded. Okay. You need to actually be doing it, not just thinking. Write down at least three things that happened that day that you were grateful for. Okay. And they can't, they can't be something that's, that's not at least somewhat unique to that day. Like it can't be like, you know, I have a, a, you know, a family that loves me and, uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in decent health. I survived. Yeah. I have a roof over my head. I survived today. Like that's, those are, I mean, it's good, you know, go ahead and be grateful for those things. Or you could even have a separate list of your ongoing grateful things, but specifically something specific to that day. And it can be something as big as I got a big promotion or I, I landed this big contract or I was on Timcast IRL or, you know, whatever, like some, you know, or I was on, you know, Mr. America, the bearded truth. Finally, finally, second time, second time, there we go. finally for the second time, <laughs> we I'm, had I'm a lot elite, more spikes in between. It's fine. That elite, that elite club of people that have been on this show twice or more, uh, you know, wh- whatever, whatever great thing it was that day, well, I'll put it down. I will, this will be one of the things I put down today is this great experience I've had here. Like this will be seriously, this is one of the things, right? Um, it could be something as big as that, or it could be something as small as like, uh, I, uh, walked by, uh, like a landscapes, uh, of, uh, by in front of a business and it was just really beautiful. And it just, you know, for a moment, it was just a really beautiful thing. Or, you know, I saw this, this really great sunset, or I, I walked by a restaurant or drove by a restaurant, and the food just couldn't have smelled better, or whatever, it could be something as simple as that, or something just said, someone just said something to me. And it was a really, uh, it just really made me feel better about myself or about things. Or I had a really great conversation with someone uh, that I haven't talked to in a while, like, whatever it is, Big, small, doesn't matter. At least three things. Now, there are going to be some days you will just be able to sit there and you can't even remember all the great stuff that happened to you. Try to make mental notes throughout the day. But, uh, but you could just sit there and you know have 15, 20 things, 30 things. And then there will be other days where you will be sitting there tearing up or crying, trying to figure out just three things that happened that day. That, those are the most important days to do it, okay? If you aren't doing that that day, that you those that's the most important day to do it because you need to remember you need to be training that subconscious that even on your worst days there were at least three things that there was even just a silver lining for or that it was just a small little thing to be grateful for and what that does when you start doing that you're training yourself to actively scan because you've made this new ritual, this new little fun ritual you do at the end of the day 
give yourself five minutes to do it, 10 minutes. It's not like a long thing. But you, on that you note, give yourself real quick. This... On that Go note, ahead. real quick. So I saw in the in the comment section, somebody had said, you know, this sounds like a great thing. I know that my ADHD won't let me do this. So if you are somebody <laughs> who needs this, if, if this is something that will help you to, to be able to, to have this act of gratitude in your own life to implement this, take the time right yeah. now, pause this video even if you have to, go into your, your, your alarm clock, figure out about what time you go to bed each night, and just set an alarm for it seven days a week. Set that alarm, and then when that alarm goes off, go, it's my time to think about my gratitude. Set that in your alarm yeah. right now, and just set that into your, into your future. Yeah. Go ahead and set it into it. Also... Because this is supposed to be a, a, a something that you are uh, cherishing and looking forward to, okay? If you have either ADHD or some other issue that makes it hard for you to fulfill an ongoing regular thing, don't beat yourself up on the days that you forget or aren't able to do it. This is a, this is a, a moment you are giving yourself to have an opportunity to do this, okay? And that's how you need to look at it. Like, don't, this is not, oh my gosh. I have failed as a person today because I didn't do the thing, right? And, it, you know, I will tell you, like, I've reached a point where I rarely even do the writing down anymore because I'm just actively scanning throughout the day. I also have been writing it down for five years now. So don't just say, the one thing I would say is don't just say, well, I'll now actively look for things to be grateful for. You're not wired for it yet, okay? You have to do this initially to do it, but do it as often as you can. It'd be great to do it every day. If you miss some days, don't beat yourself up. Just do it the next day. It's fine. But so you look for those three things. And, and what the number, the first thing that happens is your brain starts actively scanning throughout the day for things to be grateful for, which means even in things. So every time anything happens, your brain's like, is that something I can be grateful for? So instead of the default that many of us have, which is, oh, crap, what's this about? Now there's a part of us that's looking at a thing and going, Anything I'd be grateful for here? Oh, yeah, that's that's good. And I find now, like what yesterday I could have the old spike yesterday. I had to uh, fly. Uh, I told you this would be meandering. Uh, I had to fly. I was in DC. Went to do the thing at Timcast. Sleep back here less than twenty four hours. Okay, and I had four flights I had to do in between. Then fly to Atlanta, then to DC, then DC to Atlanta, then Atlanta to Myrtle Beach back home, and and. Now I could have been like, oh my gosh, ah, uh, man, this time I, 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 and it's kind of out of nowhere. And I, you know, I had all these things I had to, to work on. And I told people I'd make this abortion video earlier this week. Now it's going to push it back this weekend, man. I, I'm so, uh, uh, man, I'm frazzled for time. And, and I, I barely got to the airport and, oh man, I hope I make my connecting flight. Oh man, it's going to be challenging. And so there's not much time in the connecting flight. Wow. Okay. Are we going to get to the hotel in time? Because I have to be able to put my clothes on. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, to get to Tim cast, man, Tim cast is such a big show. Hundreds of thousands of people, man. I, am I going to be able to do this and, and get on the show? And, oh, thank God that's over. Oh, Oh, man, I need to get some rest or else I'm not going to be able to do anything tomorrow. But I got to get to the airport. Yeah, I could have done that shit. Okay. That's what I would have done in the past. That would have been spike. I still would have done well through it, but I would have made myself suffer the entire time. Instead, my last 24 hours was awesome. And it would have been awesome even if I hadn't gone there because now that whole experience was, wow, I'm getting to fly to DC again in less than a week. And both times someone else paid for it because they just respect my opinion that much. And wow, this guy that picked me up, uh, this guy, Brian, the, the guy that they have pick up uh, their guests and, and take them back to the, to the, the take them to there and, and back to the airport. Man, he's a good guy. And what a great conversation we're having. And wow, this is beautiful. This, this place we're driving through to get to, to where the Tim Cass studios are. 
what a beautiful place. Man, this hotel is really nice and clean and this bed's super comfortable. And man, what an opportunity to be on this show. Wow, what a great conversation that was. Wow, look at all these really nice comments. There are some comments that aren't very nice, but you know, they're on a journey too. And wow, man, now I get to just take it easy going back home. I got that out of the way, did the best I could. Wow, I get to hang out with Jason tonight. I have had an incredible two-day experience that I could have completely stressed out myself because now I've got my brain to actively scan for thankful things that I'm grateful for. Everything, almost everything, even looking back at like my MS, my incurable neurodegenerative disorder that they don't even fully understand what you know causes it and there's no cure for it yet. I have found gratitude in that. And it started with writing down those three things, at least three things each day. The other thing that it does is now your brain actively, and and not just consciously, but subconsciously, looks to create things for you to be grateful for. Because it turns out you can often make gratifying experiences, healthy and gratifying experiences. So for example, you might always be thinking, man, there's this loved one that I need to call them. I haven't talked to them in so long. It's only going to be a few minutes just to say I love you. Maybe even just leave them a, a voice message or, or a text message or you know WhatsApp a, a, a audio message to them or whatever. Uh, and uh, you know, but I, I'm just so busy doing my life, right? And think of all the times that you. And I'm just giving this as one example. I mean, there are many examples of what you will start actively doing just creating small moments that you can celebrate and be grateful for. Yeah. But you think of all the times that you go to someone's funeral and you go, Oh, they were a great person. Oh man. I should have, you know, I, I should have, um, I should have spent more time with them. I should have, you know, I should have talked with them more often. Here's something that celebrated you with them while they were there. Should have, should have celebrated with them while they were there. You know, the whole, tell me, don't tell me at my funeral. Tell me now. Well, that's real. Cause guess what? This is some, some tough for, it was tough for me to swallow. One day you're going to be that person. And not only are a bunch of people going to regret the stuff they didn't get to say to you, which think about how much you could use that right now, right? All your loved ones telling you what they think on a regular basis. So be one of those people. But as you're approaching that moment, unless it's, you know, some freak accident or whatever, as you're approaching that moment, you too are going to be regretting what you had wanted to say or do with them. So go ahead and let this be the thing that pushes you over, that it'll give you one more thing. You know, if you're towards the end of the day and you're like, man, I can only think of two things I'm grateful for. Give a quick call to someone that you love and just talk to them. Now you got your third thing. In doing this, you now, both consciously and subconsciously, start creating moments that you are going to be grateful for. It is very often the thing that makes me get off my butt when I don't want to do today's hour of exercise that I make myself do every day. For me going, listen, if nothing else, you'll be able to say, you know, I'm grateful for, you know, that I that I persevered through this moment of not wanting to do this thing. And I actually ended up really enjoying my walk or my time at the beach or my whatever I did for exercise that day. It, you, and it happens naturally because as part of this new ritual, your body is actively looking for things to celebrate. And you it also allows you to create celebrations. That's the first thing. And I also talked about that a little before we go on the second. Yeah, on, on that note, <clears throat> you know, something that I picked up uh just randomly. I don't I don't know where this came from. I don't know if I heard it on a podcast, if you were talking about this, if somebody else who's like just um uh, influential and, and inspiring, but I just started I would just start texting people one day, just 
if I'm ever having like a moment where I'm just sitting down and relaxing, I'm like, you know, it, it's it's so refreshing and so exciting to get that message from somebody and be like, hey, yeah. you know, thanks for what you're doing. So I just start, I'll send that, you know, I, I just recently sent one to Brian, um, Brian Lambrick and I, I sent him a message. I was like, you're amazing. You're, you're, you're a God in my eyes. You're doing amazing yep. things. I love you. I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. And that was it. Just send it and then just walk on with your day. It, you're not doing it for the gratitude back. You're not doing it for like anything, but you're just, yep. just let them know. And so I, I've sent that and I'll open up my phone and I'll see that I sent a message and I, I don't get a response. I don't know if they read it or not. I don't, I don't care, but I'm, I'm telling people in those moments, you know, that I appreciate them, that I value them. And hopefully, hopefully I catch them on one of those dark days where they're feeling so down. Um, exactly. Yeah. If I catch them on a high day, then it's just another praise that they're getting amongst the thousand, which is fine. I don't mind being amongst the crowd, but I, I love it when when you accidentally hit them in the echo or in the echoes when when they're in the dark cells and they're they're yep. battling it yep. and they're sitting on on in a metaphorical cliff and and about to jump and you go, hey, I love you, and that's all it took. And they're like, I can't leave Jason. Yeah, and and that's and that's you could get them at the ledge. Or you could get them where the vast majority of us are at any moment, which is like, I'm just drudging through this. We'll have to figure it out. And then getting something like that is just kind of helps to reset. And it gives you a feeling of gratitude, right? Like it gives you even whether you get a response back or not, it gives you that feeling of like, I'm grateful that, you know, I'm that I have these loved ones that mean so much to me and had an opportunity to be able to, to let them know what I thought about them. Like the, these are the things that you can be grateful for. And when you start, thinking of things in a gratitude first way and this is what helps game that when you start thinking of things in a gratitude first way everything almost everything becomes a blessing in some degree right and obviously there are some things that aren't i'm not even going to name them but there there are some things that you know it either either there is no blessing or thing to be grateful for from it or you're just not in a mind space to do it. I only very, very recently, like this year, have been able to start saying, you know what, actually, yeah, my MS was a blessing. And the reason my MS was a blessing was knowing me, I would have, it would have taken some other thing later on in life when it would have been much harder to deal with to get me to take my physical and mental well-being safely. And how many more years of suffering would I've had to go through until now I'm in my 40s, my 50s, my 60s, and dealing with something that's equally hard to deal with, you know, like a heart problem or just severe mental illness or whatever. And I, it's that much harder for me to deal with now because I'm that much further into it. And I'm, you know, if it's a physical thing, I'm that much older and all of that stuff. How great that I went through this, right? You know, I, I can tell you, and this is me looking from the outside, you know, in, in your moments, you know, you're a, a child. <laughs> you know you're a, 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 at the age how old are you again 31 31 you're a child a, a literal like a toddler <laughs> basically you're like a, a toddler with facial hair pretty much um but you're so you know you're 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 only two-thirds of my age <laughs> but so i so but but here's the thing man here's a way you can and i'm not telling you you need to look at it this way because I don't, because I, I never, I don't like telling people look at it this way. Well, no, you need to decide how you look at things, but here's a way you could look at it. You are dealing with a, a very challenging 
mental health challenge that many of us deal with to varying degrees. Yours is, is more acute than many others, right? But this allows you the opportunity in your you know, early 30s, not even in your midlife. You're not even there yet. You're so young. You are, I want that. Give me 10 years back. <laughs> so you, 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 but no, you, it's so early in your, in so much, so much earlier in your life. This is giving you an opportunity to do the things to address that now that are going to allow you for the next 50, 60, 70 years to live such a happy and fulfilling life. Unlike a lot of other people who are more baseline and okay during, during your time, during this age, and it starts to catch with, up, up with them later. And if nothing else, they just have that much less time that they get to live realized and, and, and happy and fulfilled. So even like you can start looking at these things if, you, if you're in a, a space to be able to do that as something to be grateful for. And it, it's, it's incredible to be in moments where you are like so sad and so depressed and so anxious. And there's a small part of you going, man, I'm, I'm glad I'm going through this now so that I can not have to deal with this in the future. And not as this like challenge you're creating for yourself, but just being in that moment and being like, wow, what, you know, I mean, it's good to deal with it now and to, good to have this opportunity to learn this stuff now. Like, and, and, and it's incredible how quickly you can start turning stuff around to even have that small voice in there that's like, wow, what a blessing that I'm dealing with this now. Like, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it is incredible. I, I have been on flights where the, the turbulence was, um, was like horrifically bad. And I would sit there and think something like, wow, how cool will it be to survive this and to be able to like brag to people about like, yeah, I was on this flight and it was super bumpy and like everyone was freaking out and I wasn't. Like, who thinks that? Right. But like, that's where I am now. Yeah. And I'm not perfect or totally self-realized or anything like that. I'm just further along in this, in this like wellness journey. You can, by being grateful, by learning to be grateful, you can find that you will just, it, 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 it's like everything becomes like a gratitude first type of thing. So that's the first thing. Uh, before, before go we ahead, go to the go second ahead. thing, cause we, we, we yes. gotta keep pushing it off. Um, not to get into paragraphs. No, not to get into paragraphs. <laughs> um, but this is also something that, you know, when we talk about this, there's people that are going to hear this, that this resonates with them. And this is like the thing that they're like, these are the things I have to implement. And, and the sad and the scary part of this is that just merely hearing these things, I hope that if this is something that does resonate for people, that they save this, they save this somewhere that they can reach it at some point. Because oft, more often than not, this is not going to be the thing that inspires you to start implementing these things today. Um, usually it takes something catastrophic happening in your life for you to go, now I have to, um, I would, uh, of course, encourage everybody to, to take these things. If these things are resonating with you, find a way to implement them now because of, you know, when we create movements, when we create a, a Facebook account, a Twitter account, when you, when you get into business, everything is, it's so slow to start. But as soon as you yep. start, it does snowball and it starts carrying itself, which is why, you know, yes. you'd be sitting on a plane and you're like, ah, look at that. We're going to survive. <laughs> yes. You might be a loony 40 yeah. year old sitting on a plane, just giggling as, as turbulence is throwing you around like a, a rag doll. But that's your peak moment. That's the that's new peak. Buddha, right? Like Buddha was sitting there fat and happy. I was, I'm the, I'm the new Buddha. I'm on the, the bumpy plane. Like, this is fun. This is great. So anyways, this is part two now. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So that's sort of the, like how you structure yourself for being grad. Oh, and another, for all of this, do not try to, you know, uh, uh, you know, whenever you try to take on a challenge, you're like waiting for the thing to happen, right? Don't do that. Just be in the moment. This is my time of, of doing the act of gratitude thing. You'll notice it as it starts to happen, but don't try to like force me. Like, I must be grateful. What is this? I'm grateful. This pen, I'm grateful. Like, just like lean, let it happen. Don't, this is not a fight. This is not even a challenge. This is just a fun new thing that you do for a few minutes each day. Okay. It's going to happen. Let it happen. You know, it don't, don't make yourself miserable as you're, it's going to happen regardless, whether you're sitting or making yourself be grateful for stuff or whether you're just, you know, gratitude, just, just sit there and let this is still number (laughs) but, but it's, and it's not just this, it's, it's all these things. Like any of these things you're doing, don't sit there and like make yourself and I have to, and I'm still feeling the bad things. Like, no, it's, it's like, that's not how this works. You're never going to stop being sad. Like I get sad. I get like it. It is. And it's not, don't make this into a thing that you like dread doing, you know, like I have to eat this spinach or whatever. Like, like it's, this is a thing you are adding to that helps you feel better as you're doing it. These other great things are going to happen over time. And whether you're forcing yourself to do it or whether you just let it happen, it's going to happen. So just let it happen and just enjoy, enjoy the experience of the thing. Enjoy the, the journey as well as the destination. So number two, the second thing is um, that's a great way to get started. But there are, are two things that can happen along the way that will, uh, that will sometimes veer you off. And so one of those things, and I'm not sure if we talked about this on the clubhouse, but one of those things is there's going to be negative things that happen or things that maybe in and of themselves aren't negative, but they cause you to have a negative reaction, like an emotional, angry, negative reaction. And so when those things happen, the way we typically deal with that is very emotionally. And we just have the emotional reaction and then our whatever I guess, for lack of a better word, intellectual reaction we have, the verbal reaction or, or psychological reaction we have is really just a manifestation of that emotional reaction we had, which usually we never address or check internally or, or try to even figure out what just happened there. So it, there have probably been times in your life where like something happens and you are either extremely sad about it or extremely raging. And somewhere in the back of your head, you're like, why am I doing this? Like, why is this happening? But you're so far along, you just keep doing it because it's what you feel, right? Here's how you can try to do that first. Uh, and this actually comes from ideas from Stoicism. So that's another thing to Google if you want to look into, into Stoicism. Um, when something happens and you know, and it could be someone saying something to you, it could be anything. When something happens and you start noticing that you're having a very, intense reaction to it positive or negative especially negative but really anything that's like this really immediate and intense emotional reaction try and this will be a very tough one i mean i still don't always do this okay like this is a this is this will you will this is like baseball if you're batting 300 or 400 you're doing fantastic like this is not one of those you're going to nail it all the time stuff so don't beat yourself up In those moments, try 
to not have the, as you're having the reaction, give yourself a moment before you truly manifest this reaction to, and this is where like the counting to 10 thing comes in. Give yourself a second, start counting. Yeah. Like a woosa, like count to 10 or 20 or 800 or whatever you need. But while you're doing that, think for a second, why am I reacting emotionally? Like, and it's not, why am I upset about this? Like, why, what's bad about this thing? Because um, it could be very basic. It could be very simple. It could be like, well, I, you know, because that person's a jerk and they just said something absolutely terrible and untrue and it's not right. Okay. So I'm not, it's not your reaction isn't justified, but it's why am I reacting this way? Wow. As not why did yeah. this, ha- not, not why is this an upsetting thing, but yeah. why am I choosing to react this way? And so what's really, really good about this, and, and so w- when you do that, there doesn't even necessarily have to be an answer. Try to think about it a little bit. And this is where another thing is cognitive behavioral therapy. So you can, there are actually steps you can take on like, well, okay, what is this reaction? What is this thing that happened? How does it make me feel? Uh, what are my concerns about it? Uh, and then what's my evidence for whatever this made me feel? And is there any evidence against what this made me feel or be concerned about? Like there's this whole thing you can do. Um, But at the very least, just take a moment and think, why am I reacting to this? Is this reaction warranted? Do I need to react the way I'm reacting? Or is there maybe a better way to react? And literally just taking that brief moment to not immediately react back this is very useful on the internet, by the way, where you can literally put your phone down because this is not a, the real. This is not the real world. You can actually put it down and not exist there for a second. And I'm pretty uh, sure and there's just, an app that has grass on here, and you could just touch the grass on your phone and just touch you know, the grass. On, yeah, on my, my um, media phone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so you can, but in those moments, just like just giving yourself that time, you very often can find that you were like you know what, I don't even need to get that. What you'll very often find is I don't even need to give that my time. Like that was just something stupid. That's some journey someone else is on. God knows what they're going through. And so I'm not even going to deal with that. I'm not even going to respond to it. And, and, or it can be, you know what, that wasn't right. Or that was a bad thing. And especially if you're now in a gratitude mindset, you can be like, you know what, I I get that. I, this is how I should respond. Or, you know what, actually, that was a good point, or I actually needed to know that because blah, 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 like, or, or you may just be like, you know what, that's just not worth my energy. I've, I've already detached myself from it, I'm not going to do it. Or you have the emotional reaction, but you go, you know what, I was justified in that, or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you're not having this immediate primal reaction, you're having a more measured, reasoned, and, and articulated response, whatever it is, because you've actually taken a moment to think about it. Um, so that's the second thing that you can do. Um, the With third that, thing that go, before, go before you move on, somebody sure. posted in the comments and I was going to ask you about this. What do you think that the ATF agents go through when they read your comments on their posts? Do you, do you think that they go, this isn't worth it? Or do you think that they go, Damn it, he's right. But if I click that like button, if I click that care react, if, I... <laughs> if, if the ATF has heart reacted my response, then that means we've won. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I don't, you know, I think it is very possible that you've got someone in the government who literally just put stuff up 
and then never looks at it again. Yeah, they they post it up not, and they say, turn this turn notifications off next. That's that's there. We'll that come back has been next. Put week. out as required by by my job, um, and uh, and then I think what happens is I do think, and this by the way, guys, notice when I do this stuff. Don't go up there and start talking about stacking bodies and stuff because keep in mind, uh, you it is likely that uh, they put these things up to provoke reactions. Uh, it, well, at least in part to provoke reactions and look for people they can honeypot online for their next Fed operation. So don't be that guy. All right. Like, like, you know, uh, you know, if suddenly there's a really attractive woman going, I too like to boogaloo. Why don't you say here's my hotmail address? Like maybe, maybe it turns out don't do that. So, you know, don't be the don't don't make yourself a mark on there. Okay, like give your opinion. But you'll notice whenever I give my opinion, I don't threaten stuff. I don't I barely even like use salty language. Like I'm, I'm almost like saccharine sweet. It's almost like if I, Mr. Rogers was was, you know, roasting a government agency. I was going to go with, you know, just this old frail guy. Imagine like the guy from up the old grandfather guy. Like that's you. Just being all tender and sweet and, and loving. Oh, hi and- there. I have a question. Why do you think you're doing this? <laughs> like, you know, like, and, and so, so that's, the, and I'll say stuff like, yeah, we're going to abolish your agency and we're going to hold you accountable. But again, that's like the, the spiciest I get. I'm really just holding up a mirror to them and saying, this is you. And here's what should happen as a result of that. But I don't get it. So anyway, so I, I, I hope that there's some self, I, I, there have to be, first of all, I hope that there's just a ton of, agents and whoever my current agent is i hope you're doing well hope the family's well uh repent um but uh i hope that you know there's just a constant churn from of of the agents they have assigned to me because they get assigned to me and they go that guy's right i can't do this anymore and they like quit and i'm just like this constant source of like drain and there's a revolving like, glass you know, door just, the, just like the, the drones ATM. shut down that are following me the birds that's why i keep seeing dead birds because the drones are just like ah, i can't do it anymore. like you know <laughs> um because it just you know my my positivity and warmth it just pervades but so so that's something you can do to deal with that now that's the external stuff yep the third thing is for the internal stuff so the reality of life is that you're always going to have moments of sadness. You're always going to sneeze when your biggest guest ever is on. I muted it. Um, they didn't know that I sneezed. Completely, that's that's oh. completely. Look at this guy. Ousted derailing me. your episode. <laughs> things bad, destructive, terrible things are going to happen. <laughs> no, there are going to be things that happen in your life, either externally or internally. But this is the internal one. Okay. And there are going to be times where either because of external stuff or just because of where you are in that moment that you're very sad, you are very, um, uh, uh, very depressed, you are very anxious. If you're dealing with some kind of an addiction issue, you're you've you know either relapsed or you're just really struggling with um, you know with uh, with wanting to relapse. Uh, if you're in a, in an abuse situation, you're, you're dealing with fear, whatever it, this is an internal feeling that you're having. Okay. And it's a really, really bad one. And if you're on a journey to try to get better, or even if you're just, you know, in a bad place, our reaction typically to internal, bad internal stuff happening that makes us feel bad is to go, man, this sucks. Like there's this like inner voice while you're going through that. That's like, wow, I feel bad. I feel bad about feeling bad. 
this is terrible. Oh my God. Ah, I'm feeling depressed again. Oh my gosh. And it's just, it's it's a downward spiral, right? Like it's, it's the worst. Yep. And then, and especially if you're trying to get better, you'll be like, I've been trying to get better. And I've done spike told me to write down the things. And I still feel like crap, like, you know, and you're, and you're all doing this and you're like, you know, why can't I get better? Why am I feeling this way? Which what that helps, right? That's like the stop being stressed out or your MS is going to get worse. Like it just, it doesn't work. Right. So instead we, we often try to stop thinking the thing we, we, we stop trying to feel bad. That doesn't work. Right. And that's why often people turn to drugs and, and other addictions and other compulsions to try to like stop the bad feeling. It, it, don't do that. Okay. The bad feeling is happening. And stop trying to, and also stop trying to stop the bad feelings about the bad feelings. Here is instead what I'm going to have you do something positive and affirmative. Okay. I would like you to say to yourself, if possible, actually verbally say to yourself, it is okay that I am feeling this. There is nothing, there is nothing inherently bad about feeling bad thoughts. They just are. And this is a moment I'm having where I'm feeling a bad thought. And that's okay. And I know, even though it may not even feel like it right now, that I am going that I, you know, that there will be times when I'm not feeling the bad thoughts. And having this moment will allow me to be even more grateful for the times that I'm feeling good thoughts and that I'm feeling good, knowing that I was able to do this. But in the meantime, here I am. And I have been here before. I will likely be here again, but I know I will get through it. And I am proud of myself for the fact that I am able to go through things like this and still come out okay on the other end and be able to have better times. I am, and, and this, you know, and you can make this into a shorter, a shorter mantra for no, yourself. No, no, you gotta, you gotta one, have a 10, no, say literally monologue. word for word, not to get into paragraphs here, but so, <laughs> you know, the, the, the short version of this is it's okay to have bad thoughts. I'm having bad thoughts now. I will have better thoughts in the future. In the meantime, I am okay. I am proud of myself for being able to get through these moments. I am grateful and proud of all of my uh, of, of all of my efforts, and I am doing my best. And I love myself. Now, when you say that, now you have to say it. Okay. Yes. Like if you're in a if you're in a, you know a position where you're able to say it, even if it's just whispering it to yourself, you have to say it. And the reason you have to say it is because your subconscious, your lizard brain, when it hears something, it takes it in, even if it's from you, especially if it's from you. Yeah. This is a really weird brain hack trick that a lot of people use. It is uncomfortable how easy it is to program yourself, but it works. A lot of people walk around I still catch myself doing it sometimes. This is very common for many people, especially alpha types, where we are constantly beating ourselves up in our words and our thoughts. And our lizard brains are taking that in and going, well, man, he doesn't like me at all. And that manifests itself in how you feel. So actively do the opposite, even when, especially when you do not believe it. So at least starting off, when you're feeling these moments, you're sitting there going, I love myself. I'm proud of all my efforts. I'm doing the best I can. You know, I have bad moments. You are going to be like, this isn't true. This is all BS. Say it anyway. You yeah. can think that all day long. And don't try to stop those thoughts. Don't try to stop thoughts. Let thoughts go through. That's a whole other thing. 
uh, I actually have to do a, a little side note here. We often try to stop thoughts. That's like, hey, that elephant, don't think of it. Everyone's thinking of an elephant now. Like you, it, there is no such thing as stopping thoughts. Look at it instead as your thoughts are a stream of your consciousness. Now, when you're looking at a waterfall or a stream or a flickering light or anything that is really appears to be a, 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 a static scene, but is really just a constantly moving thing, which is really all things. A body is is a slightly slower moving, constantly moving. We're thing. in side notes of uh, side but, notes of side notes now. <laughs> I told you, this feels meandering. Like it's, there's a lot going on here, okay? It's uh, I'm, I'm trying to pack in many years of, of the stuff I've learned along the way. When you look at that stream, you don't go, that water drop. Okay, <laughs> that, that water drop. <laughs> you just look at the stream and it's constantly moving and you're not trying to retain any of it. You're just, you're just in that. Your thoughts are just part of that stream. You had a thought. Okay, that thought happened. I'm still thinking about it. Okay, sorry. Here's what I'm going to talk about and think about right now. I'm going to consciously think about this. Oh, I'm, that thought's still in there? Okay, that's fine. You know, you're going to have obsessions. You're going to have things that you can't get out of your head. It's okay. It's there, right? I acknowledge it. It's there. I'm still thinking about it. Okay, that's fine. And you will find that as you do this, those things become less pervasive because you're not going, I can't think that thought. That's not how it works, right? So yep. instead, what you focus on, instead of saying, I don't want to think this, instead, you focus on what you are going to choose to say. That's all you have control over, okay? And mm -hmm. so- you focus on saying the positive things and the, um, the self-affirming things. I love myself. I'm doing my best. I am proud of all my efforts. I am grateful for the opportunity to grow. I am open to this experience. I am you know, experiencing one that's less pleasant than others, but this allows me to experience more pleasant moments and truly appreciate them even more. It's not going to feel right. Do it anyway, especially when it doesn't feel right keep doing it. Say it over and over. Say it until it goes away. Say it until you're crying. If you're having a panic attack, you can say it during that. Keep saying it, okay? It will eventually, the more you say it, the more that when those moments come, there's a part of you that's saying it. And, and you may or may not even hear it. I'm at a point now where sometimes I even kind of, and I say hear it, I, I recognize that I'm, yeah, I'm, th yeah, I'm think I'm hearing the monologue or I'm thinking the monologue before I even start saying it because my brain is like, up, oh, up, oh, time to be, do the grateful thing. And that's, that's so it is, it is, and, and it doesn't make sadness go away. It doesn't make all bad feelings go away. There are times you're just bummed out. Okay. Like there are just times, you know, just if you're tired, you ate a bunch of crap that's catching up with you you know, you're, you're whatever, like it's, you know, you're, you just had, you know, had a rough day. Uh, you're, you, you had some big realizations that are hitting you hard, whatever it is, you're, you're not feeling well, you're sick. Like I, you know, when I get COVID, like I just kind of stay to myself cause I'm not, it, it kind of puts you in a bad place. Like, it's like, you know, like, and that's okay, but you will do better with those experiences. Those will flatten out that the, the negative of it will flatten out a little. And because you've geared it towards, this is the darkness that lets me appreciate the light more. When those light moments happen, your brain's like, that's the light moment. That's the, that's why we were talking about before. Now we can, wow, how grateful I am for this experience. Right? So it's, it's, it is choosing to speak consciously positive things, knowing, knowing that you're actually programming your way too easy to program brain 
into learning to do that stuff subconsciously, which makes it even easier to do consciously. So that's, those are the three things. And there's On that a fourth one. bonus thing. Okay, before you get into that, that third one of sitting down <laughs> yeah. and sitting in front of a mirror and yeah. saying, I'm doing my best. That has yeah. been the thing that I've taken away from that clubhouse room. I took that okay. and I've implemented it. And I mean, since then I had I had a day, I, if just being transparent and open, I had yeah. A, a, yeah. an episode the other, uh, last week, last Thursday. And I walked in front of the mirror and I said, doing the best I'm, I'm proud of myself i'm doing the best yeah that was there were there were tears running down my, yeah oh you my will face. be yeah no, you'll be miserable doing it yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah. and i still did it and i was like i'm a fucking idiot you know there, there no. there's I, i'm an idiot i'm sitting here like just in this vicious cycle of what you're talking about Everything yeah, yeah, that I'm yeah. doing isn't isn't good enough. Everything I've tried isn't isn't successful. These people hate me. They're just here because for whatever reason they 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 listen to a couple of my comments. They'll they'll laugh. They'll actually laugh at my dad jokes. Um but but that's <laughs> that's as far as they go. But I was like I sat in front of the mirror and I said, "You know, I'm doing the best I can." And that didn't help me in the moment. Yeah. But I know adding that is helping just slowly shift that mindset that I have of, you know, when I get to those good days, those glory days, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing yep. nothing different when when those mindset mindset yep. shifts. Exactly. There was nothing yep. that I did to cause that. It just you're going to have those days. There was it. Nobody like came and just knocked my legs out from underneath me. There was no government around me to do that. It was just yep. I fell it down mentally, and yep, I'm doing the best I can. It, yep. it I'm it's doing incredible. The, I'm doing the best I can. I'm proud of myself. And here, here are two things I want you to add. Okay, this dark moment allows me to appreciate light moments. Which, if you're also doing the act of gratitude stuff your subconscious will start saying really scary stuff. Like I'm grateful for this dark moment. That's when you realize you're actually starting to get somewhere. Don't try to force that. Don't say I'm happy that I'm having a bad moment, but like you'll, your brain will start being like, Oh, Hey, this is one of those dark moments that really, it provides a relief to the, to the, the better moments. Like it, it makes it even more important. So, but you will get there naturally, but add, I am, I, th these moments uh, allow me to experience the other moments and here's the tough one. This is the one that will make you like, like lie in bed in the fetal position crying, but it's absolutely necessary. I love myself. Oof. Ooh. I love my, yeah. Ooh. Not skin ah. crawling, but I love myself. When your, your subconscious hears, I am proud of myself. I am grateful for everything I'm doing. I am doing the best that I can. And I love myself. Your you start healing a lot of the trauma you have been creating to yourself without even realizing it by going, wow, this guy really does like us. You know, and, and not to give you pushback, like, not to give you pushback, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to keep a professional between me and myself. All right. I'm not, not trying to, <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but I know what you do. No, it's, it's, it, you know, that's no, but no, but it really is in, important to have that. And, um, like I said, these are things like if you're crying when you do say these things, and if your brain is going, what the hell do you don't, you don't like to con, you hate me. Like that's actually part of this. 
Like that's actually part of the process is your brain going and you consciously while you're saying, I don't believe this stuff, just keep saying it. What you say is more powerful both to your own self-reflection and your subconscious than what you think. Mm. I don't know why that is. It's really weird and scary. It's why we're so easily conned. It's how we're able to put ourselves into trances. It's how cults are formed. But you can use this brain, this little known trick. Use this one simple rule. You can use this therapist kind of brain hack. Hit therapist. <laughs> Actually, therapists love this. This no, is no. what therapists tell you. So like when you go to a therapist and tell them that you're doing this stuff, they're going to be like, wow, okay, you're ahead of the game. Still keep coming because this is how I make a living. But so yeah. you, you know, uh, but yeah, I love myself. Proud of myself. It's the best I, I can do. Uh, I know these moments pass, like all, all of that stuff. And you keep saying it over and over. And, you know, it's not say it until it hurts. Like you say it and you just keep saying it and you're going to feel the hurt uh, and it might trigger some stuff, but you just keep saying it. And eventually over time, like it, you're, you start believing it because it's true. It is true. So I, I do, as I'm talking about this, there's, there's another thing that I think needs to be addressed. This, well, the, so there's, it's actually one and a half things. So one of them is actually kind of a part of the gratitude thing. This is the problem. I told you this. this Spike, I don't, had, Spike like, started this conversation off with these. I got, I got one tip for all try of these you. Three th- I got one tip for one you. Thing. It's actually in three parts, but it's actually, but then one of those parts has a half part. I was doing the there's a half. bonus part, <laughs> but this is all one thing. Okay. You know what's funny so, is like uh, this is just a personal conversation I I wanted to have with you so I could learn to be better and to to grow in this. Figure might as well just, take it live. Yeah, they're just yeah they're they're just here for it. Take so it so yeah. So so then the so part of the act of gratitude is you want to create things that you're grateful for, right? Or and and celebrate the things that you're grateful for. This is tougher for some than than for others. Start, I want all of you to start having little mini celebrations uh, for even the smallest accomplishments that you make. Obviously for the big stuff, right? Some people don't even celebrate that. But even just for the smallest things. Who, you know, do you play, and, and some of you might play like these like online, like phone app video games and stuff, and they become addictive. Do you know why they're addictive? Because they start where you get a million billion bonus points or 3,000 gems or, you know, uh, a golden scimitar for like logging in for yeah. the first time. That huge like just literally open, open the thing and boom, you've leveled up. Like I just, I just, I haven't even created an account. Okay, create your account. Okay, my name is, boom, you've let level two. And it's like, what the, okay, all right, good. Okay, now step three steps to the right. Okay, boom, level three. Like, and so it starts off where you're just getting all this stuff and it lets you press more stuff and click more things and do more things, right? And it's a compelling storyline, but you you do the stuff and you keep leveling up and it eventually reaches a point, there's more and more time between each step and more and more stuff you have to do, but it starts with like, boom, 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 boom. And it eventually reaches a point where some people are spending days, weeks, yes. hours every day to level up to the next step. The reason it's like that is because they've taken a very powerful tool and like used it to trigger an addiction in you. So we're going to do a thing that's actually the opposite of that. We're going to use that same concept, but in a way that's actually positive and, and isn't a time suck for the rest of your life. So here's that concept. Your mind likes 
and gets a hit of dopamine or, or oxytocin. I always confuse them. Gets a hit of the good, good chemicals, the good brain juice from just the act of acknowledgement of some kind of accomplishment. And it's weird that we don't do this more often. It's why we celebrate birthdays. It's why we have celebrations. It's like, hey, this thing happened. Now, you have the big celebrations for your big anniversaries, your your birthday, your I, I actually don't even do big celebrations for my birthday. Um, that's one of the few things I don't but like for holidays for all this stuff. <clears throat> but you can have little mini celebrations. So for example, uh, you might uh, throw a, a small party, if you get a promotion or a big contract or something. But what if you, uh, you know, take yourself or a loved one out to do something that you enjoy? Um, you know, something healthy that you enjoy um, to celebrate that, like, you finished a, a, a project that you've been working on for the last couple of days, or you book. finally wrote out that, what's that? I read my first book. It could, it could be, it could be, I just read this book. It could be just as simple as uh, I read this book and, uh, and I've been working on it. It could be as simple as, um, and especially like if you, I don't have kids, but if you have kids and they've done something, uh, you know, uh, even relatively small, you have a little, uh, you know, a uh, celebration of it, you know, and, and by doing these, and you don't, they don't have to be these big over the top, you know, parties with cake and balloons, and you invite everyone, you know, it could be as simple as something like, um... so my daughter on this one, my daughter, she okay, played cool. softball, and we were like, hit the ball to the outfield, we'll go to ice cream afterward, you know, just small, manageable things where she yeah. does her best, and she hits it, she gets into the outfield, we go and celebrate. If she doesn't, perfect example. We talk about things and we we help develop in those. And yeah, sure enough, it's it, we're not saying go hit a home run, go hit a grand slam, where it's like yeah. you have to be in the perfect thing. You just make small, manageable things that hey, make a make an out, make a catch, stop the ball, things like that. Small things, celebrate them. Yes, and it's an open ended thing. It's not if you don't hit outfield today you're not going it's whenever you hit outfield today the next time whatever we're going to go out and celebrate that yeah and you can do that with so many things start gamifying your life if you can and and, and these celebrations could be go out for ice cream go out bowling uh you know uh, one thing that i use is and this is this will show you how torturing i am to myself i've really come to appreciate and enjoy uh exercise so much so that i will find that i will exercise in a way to avoid doing other stuff that I have to do. And so I will, I will, so it's like, I can't, I gotta make these gains. And it's like, okay, but that's healthy, but now it's kind of an avoidance thing. So I like, all right, well then, you know, swimming at the, swimming in the ocean, you know, doing your workouts, uh, you can use this as a little mini celebration. So I will do throughout the day, I'll do like, okay, you've got to make this video uh, about abortion after you get off the show with Jason. Because you said you'd do it earlier in the week, but then you had to go on TimCast to kind of made it pushed it back. But you got to do it because you said you would, and it's important because everyone else is wrong. And so that I'm just giving you a hypothetical. And uh, so when I do that, after I do that, then I'll do my exercises for the night. Okay? So before you move on, yes, I, I here's my dopamine hit. Here's where okay. I get the most dopamine. I don't. You might hate me for this. I don't follow you nearly as much as I probably should be because oh, that's because you are right downhill. on a lot of things. But I I love it when um I make a comment on something, I make a statement on something, I make a a, a view, a perspective, and then I make it, and then here comes Spike six days later, 
making a, a very similar comment. Uh, that's my go. dopamine hit. There we go. I, I need yes. to go celebrate, so I'm going to go throw some salmon into the garbage can. Uh, that's there the, you go. There wow. the celebration. <laughs> oh, so you celebrate by ruining good things, by destroying <laughs> destroying nature's bounty, by, make, by mocking God's creation. <laughs> that's how you celebrate, is through Satan food. worship. I eat good food here, so, I Well, apparently not, because you throw it in the trash. So you you celebrate by worshiping the devil. Um, that's a thing. That's a way to do that. I would argue that you don't feed into evil, but that's me. Uh, no judgment. Um, but no, you can make little like mini celebrations. And it could be as small. Like I do it like on a granular level. Like, oh man, I, I finally sent out that email that's just been bugging me to send out. Uh, I'm going to go do a set of curls or I'm going to go uh, you know, take a walk around the neighborhood. Um, and make a phone call to someone that I haven't talked to in a while and just have a cool conversation. Like I do that, but then you can do it to the next level of like, especially, especially if you have kids, like, I don't think about this a lot because I don't have kids, but if you have kids, teach them this stuff, like, and, and teach, like, and, and, and also like your kids, the end of the day, maybe that can be part of this is like, Hey, you know, what were three things you were grateful for today? Like at the end of the night, like you get them into this stuff where it's like a natural thing where they don't have some, you know, schmuck telling them on a podcast to do it, you know, in their thirties or forties or whatever, like, you know, it's like an intuitive natural thing they do. Right. So, um, but so it's, it's uh, so doing that celebration and what happens is you're actually feeding into the gratitude that will inherently be one of the things that you write down that day. I accomplished this thing and had a really fun, you know, mini party, uh, took my, my, you know, friend out, my girlfriend, my wife, my husband, my whatever, uh, you know, uh, went on a, uh, took my dog to the dog park after I did this cool thing. Like the, you, you actually, that adds to your list of things and you're accomplishing stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's, and, and in all of these things, uh, be, enjoy the journey. This is not about a destination. There is no destination. One day you're conscious, be having never been conscious before in your life, and then you have this journey that you go through, and then one day you're not conscious, okay? That's life, all right? There is no destination. And by the way, this is whether you're religious, not religious, whatever, okay? If you're a believer that you have a, a, an immortal soul and you go to a, a, a fine, then that's your spiritual journey, and that's what you, but I'm talking about the mortal life that you have here. Yeah. Eventually, you're gone. And yeah. whether you are a, you're a believer in an Abrahamic religion, so you have this like, you know, what, what your eternal soul does, whether you're a believer in an East, more Eastern, uh, uh, Eastern uh, religious uh, spiritual belief that, uh, you know, it's a cycle of birth and death. Uh, that you're that you're on whether you're a believer in in the uh, the new mythology of the uncaring mechanical world that somehow just created you a caring and person looking for fulfillment that totally seems plausible uh if you're part of that new uh that new religious belief system uh then uh you then then that's also true of this yeah one day you're conscious you go through a period of consciousness uh and then you're not conscious and so in all things instead of trying to get to the end whatever the end is there is no the end it is you are on a constant series of moments in your state in your in your period of consciousness however long it lasts right and during that enjoy the journey itself that becomes the thing your destination is actually just a series of journeys and so and all these things you're doing you don't write down your things that you're grateful for today because i want to try to do this 
You're enjoying the things that you were grateful for today. Those other things will come naturally. You're celebrating because you're celebrating. You know, those other things that will come from it come naturally. I'm telling you what happens as a result of it, but that's not why you're doing it. You're doing it because in that moment, that's a rewarding and, 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 and good thing. When you're having a bad moment, you say those things to yourself because they do, they do actually help in that moment. They will help even more in the future, but they help even in that moment. Yep. In all things, your mantra can be, and in all, and in all ways that you manifest what you do, how you think, all of these ideas of, of what you're doing, the underlying idea is that you are constantly telling yourself, maybe even by in verbally, but you are manifesting to yourself that you are loving your awareness. You are loving yourself. You are loving this moment of consciousness, however long it lasts, and you are manifesting that in what you do for yourself and how you treat others. And that's, that's, if you do that and stay grounded in that, you will not only live as happy a life as you can, you will not only likely have much more success in life, but as you go along in your journey, you will have much more peace. And it will be, it's not this thing you are getting to, it's right now, and then yeah. right now, and then right now, and then right now it is that's that's how it is um many of us and i'm still like this uh are on this constant journey with a goal like i've started you were the power i I have these these big goals and it can be very easy as you go along and as that list of things you wanted to do become more granular and detailed so it builds out all the stuff you have to do it can look like you're taking steps back and that is why it is important to celebrate your victories along the way, but also to be in the moment at all times. Wow, I am here. This is great. Or wow, I am here. What a challenge this is. I'm going to do this. If you do that, then it becomes, you become more present and more mindful, which means that eventually you become, uh, you, you're, you're able to process things with more peace and with more rationality and in a more positive way. Um, and, and be more present in the, in the present. Now that's all your thinking stuff. The last thing I want to, I want to talk about the last part of this one thing (laughs) is, I think we talked about this on the clubhouse. If you look at the standard American diet, yeah, we even as it's recommended by the FDA and the USDA, but then especially when you look at what the standard American diet actually is for the average American. Well, first of all, it's not easy. It's not hard to see why uh, rates of things like, uh, you know, heart problems and diabetes and, and all that other stuff is going through the roof. But specific to this conversation, you are eating depression. Like that, your diet of, <laughs> of you know, red... Red Bull chicken tenders and ding dongs is uh, is is you, you're is like <laughs> like seriously like you are eating. Let let's talk about what the average American eats. Okay, lots of refined sugars, lots of refined grains, and when I say grains, I don't mean a you know whole grain you know uh, uh, some couscous or quinoa in a salad i'm talking like freaking like it fluffy flour with sugar in it yeah okay i know what you eat i know what you i've seen what make you people cheer okay refined sugars 
industrial salts that they, you know, sodium, everything, sodium chlorinate, sodium gluconate, like, like basically industrial sodiums that they've decided are safe for generally recognized as GRAS. That's the FDA term generally recognized, generally recognized as safe. We're pretty sure you won't die directly from eating this in the moment that you eat it or within the next two hours. That's the kind of stuff that they got you eating out here. Yep. Uh, it, uh, refined sugars, industrial sh- sodiums, refined, uh, um, uh, refined grains, way too many carbs, uh, 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 unhealthy fats, omega-6s, omega-9s, way, way too Going much. Going after the carbs? Going, Going after the carbs? Get, get, get. So We need the pasta fazul, all right? You, you, the, you, the, you over here. I'm wait, 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 I'm not saying never eat this stuff. Now I've no, chosen never to eat this stuff. And that started with my MS journey. So do you know when my depression, but the worst part of my depression and anxiety ended when I went on this really radical diet change where I yeah. went into this, like, first it was like a paleo keto diet. And then I transitioned into a, into like a more of a pescatarian paleo diet. But when I removed refined sugars, refined grains, uh, and eventually just grains in general. I, I occasionally have rice or couscous or something like that, but very rarely. Uh, uh, refined sugars, refined grains, industrial salt, uh, sodiums, um, uh, 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 vegetable and seed oils, except for olive oil and coconut oil, but all the other ones. Get rid of the freaking uh, canola oil, not crap. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and really trying to limit, get as little omega-6s as possible and as many omega-3s as possible. All of a sudden... I didn't have mood swings throughout the day. I didn't like, or I did, but they weren't anywhere like they used yeah. to be. And I wasn't depressed, even though I was going through this really severe thing with my MS. And I wasn't like, I mean, at that time I was getting like a relapse every other month. And yet I was in a way better mood than I was two years before when I, you know, didn't have any of that. And I'm like, well, when, what's this about? When you were talking about all this stuff, it was like, you know, we talked about what the average American diet is. And and the worst thing about this, right, is you have all these foods that people are piling on and they're washing it down with these sodas. And then when you come along and, and you have people that have cared about what they eat, right? I count the milligrams of caffeine I, I, I drink in a day. I count, right. you know, the sugars. I count the sodium. I, yep, I don't yep, care yep. that much about the sodium because I eat too, way too much ramen, uh, but I love it. Um, but it, it, like, you know, I, I look at these things and I, I sit there and I portion them out. And then people will be like, wow, you're drinking, you know, uh, occasionally I'll have a bang energy drink if I didn't sleep very well the, the night before. It's got B12. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the healthier yeah. energy drink. But I'm right, like, yeah, right, right. It's 400 milligrams. So it's a lot. But what have you? But when people look at my my normal drinking diet of water, occasionally yeah. having a cup of coffee, they're like, yeah. "Where's the soda? Where you're a southern boy? Where's the sweet tea? You know, you you got to have the spoon standing up in the sweet tea, or it's not sweet tea. It, it, nope. You know, the standard, the normal is so incredibly unhealthy for people. And then they they look at they look at me and they're like, "You eat like." 1600 2000 2600 calories in a day how do you maintain this weight and it's like it's decent food that i'm eating i'm washing it down with water i'm 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 not piling this stuff into my body making my body work in overtime and then going while my body's working in overtime why is my brain working in overtime and if my brain and my body are both working in overtime why why does my sweat stink so bad you know there's so many things that change about your life when you when you just think about your diet and you, you change these things. 
Yeah. Which also affects your mood. I mean, your mood, it, my mood was directly affected by the fact that I was no longer getting these huge carb hits and then the carb crashes. And then I'm now eating more to get that carb hit again, not even realizing what I'm doing. I'm now much more steady because of the types of foods that I'm eating. And I'm, and I, and, and that directly affects you in a way that you don't even realize. Um, when I say you're eating depression, you're eating the condition for depression, but then you also get like the, the ancillary and indirect effects. So like, for example, when you start eating better, like you're healthier and you might lose some weight and you might be a little bit more fit and you might have more energy and that makes you feel better. Like you're like, wow, I, oh, I lost a couple of pounds. Oh, wow. I, uh, I, I feel like I have more energy today and I'm not, you know, I was tired. All that stuff, both directly and indirectly affects how you feel like, and, and now I've taken it to an extreme. I'm an extremist. I, I, I don't really do things uh, in moderation. I, I am either a drug addict or I don't do drugs or I, I'm, I'm either you know, completely away from politics or I'm, you know, the, the, no one will accuse Spike Cohen of being a moderate. No one. Yeah. I, I'm not a mod. Like I'm all, I'm either, I'm all in or I'm not. That's just me. And that, and that's who I am. Like, that's how I am. And I'm, that's okay. Um, but the, uh, so, but you don't have to, especially if you don't have like a, a autoimmune disease or, you know, some serious health concern to be concerned about, um, you can still have those other things. But what's interesting is um, if you generally eat fruits, vegetables, uh, lean meats, like fish, like salmon, uh, um, lean meats, um, uh, nuts, seeds, obviously any of these things you're allergic to don't have them, but like nuts, seeds, some legumes like beans and stuff like that but really just try not to have, have little to no grains, uh, have little to no, uh, for most people, you can have dairy, uh, autoimmune, you really probably shouldn't have dairy, but like, you know, try to limit the, the, the junk stuff, the processed stuff, or have on the average day, have none of it, occasionally have some of it. And what you're going to find is, uh, I know someone who started doing some of these, this journey and uh, they did the mini celebration. And their mini celebration was they went out and had a, a had a Big Mac or a Happy Meal or Chick Fil A sandwich or something like that, and they ate it and they went, mm, "Yum, that was good," and then they hated it for the rest of the day. Like the way that it made them feel, they hated it, and they thought, "That's not a good celebration." Well, that enjoyable. Yeah, that's not enjoyable. And so now what they'll do is like they'll go and get like a chick chick-fil-a nugget or something like that or a thing of waffle fries their big thing is chick-fil-a um or a like they won't even get like a full meal they'll just get a thing so they go oh that tastes good and, and doesn't really make them feel that bad afterwards or whatever and that way they got to enjoy it um but they do it very rarely and they find more and more they don't even want to do it they're actually now looking for healthy foods that taste good because they know it feels good afterwards so it's interesting what will happen if and and again this is the journey it's not the destination do not diet try each time that you are deciding what to eat to make a healthier choice in that moment and then you'll decide what you want the next time like that's that's how you need to address this this is a journey this is not a a i'm doing this for this period so i can lose weight and feel better you know what if i ate this it would be better for me and i'd probably feel better let me do that and if I cook it this way, it actually tastes really good. Okay, good. Oh, that was good. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Maybe the next meal I'll have, you know, ding dings in Hong Kongs or whatever. Um, and uh, uh, that's a, that's a uh, Spike Cohen brand uh, candy, ding dings in Hong Kongs. Um, so I wasn't going to call you out for it. Ding dongs and wing, wing wings or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, wait. <laughs> it's a cereal, ding dongs and wing wings. <laughs>
<laughs> Spike Cohen eats it's ding dongs. Po post ding dongs and wing wings. Uh, so, but yeah, so that that's the stuff I generally do. And if anyone wants to research this kind of stuff moving forward, the things I would look at is uh, um, active gratitude, stoicism, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, if you want to look into diet, probably the most accessible diet out there that's similar to what I eat is the Mediterranean diet. If you're eating the Mediterranean diet, you're probably going to do really, really well. Uh, I eat a much more restrictive version of that, but that's like a much more accessible, like easy to, to hold on to diet is the Mediterranean diet. It's like a really good one. Um, another thing I would look into now, I say this with a, a caveat. This is all the first thing, by the way, the so, first thing I'm not getting into paragraphs. Uh, <laughs> Another thing that you can look into is something called Taoism, and it's spelled T-A-O, not D-A-O, T-A-O-I-S-M. Now, Taoism is sort of a uh, uh, adjacent philosophical belief that is adjacent to Buddhism. And the reason I'm telling you that is if you are a very devout Christian or Jew or, or Muslim or whatever else. If you're looking at Taoism, there may be things there that you will take and things that you will leave because of your religious beliefs. The part of Taoism that I want you to, to, to take a look at, I'm not trying to make people Buddhist or anything like that. Uh, uh, I mean, if you want to, if you're looking for something, maybe you become a Buddhist out of this. I don't know. But what, what I'm telling you, I'm not trying to get you to change your religious faith. What Taoism teaches is da the Tao uh, T-A-O, the Tao, uh, is Chinese, I believe Chinese, for the way. Um, and Taoism teaches an idea of constant presence in the moment and in having a, a perfect balance in all things or coming as close to balance in all things, not going too far this way and not going too far this way. And it's basically a series of, I of ideas behind what, uh, how to get as close to that as possible. Now, the interesting... <laughs> Yes. The interesting thing, not without going into paragraphs, the interesting thing about Taoism is that they say that uh, if you think you know Taoism, if you think you know what the Tao is, you don't. And if you don't think you know what the Tao is, you do. So it's one of those things. It's a little thing. It's a little bit of a mind of a, of a mind screw, but it's yeah. interesting to look into because it at least even if you don't dive into Taoism, just a, you know, a 30,000 foot view of the ideas behind Taoism are a very interesting way of looking at how to remove yourself from the drama of your everyday life and become more of an observer, which helps feed into all these other things that you were doing. Um, and uh, instead of uh, being a subject of life, you become an observer of it. And, uh, and it helps you to remain more balanced and it feeds into all the other things because if when you're in that really sad moment and you're telling yourself i love myself i am grateful for myself and all the things i'm doing if consciously you're also just sort of this person absorbing this observing this as opposed to being the subject that's in the, the drama of it and you actually yeah. take a step back and you're like wow depression is intense huh it's a good thing i know how to say these things to myself 
man, it's good. You know, I, 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 it's good knowing that there are these other times that, you know, that, that you have better moments and it, even just being able to do it that way. And yeah. really, instead of like, oh man, I'm in this depression. It's the worst thing. Oh God, I feel like I'm never going to feel this way. If instead you learn, it's not immediate, but over time you learn to be like, man, this is an intense feeling. This you learn that it's I definitely wouldn't. Yeah. You learn that it's not timeless. It's timely that eventually it's, it's time. you'll it's get through it. Yeah. It is a moment. And you're like, wow, this moment is super intense. This is not fun. It's good that I know how to do this stuff. It really is a relief. You know, the, the idea behind yin, yin and yang is that they're, the darkness and, and the light are a balance to one another. It's, it's in the light that you are aware of the darkness and in the darkness that you're aware of the light. Uh, at all moments, even right now, <laughs> this is, some of the people are going to hate me for closing on this, but, but it, it's, a, it's a thing to, to, to realize. In this moment right now, you are standing, sitting here watching this and ever present in your mind is something that mustn't happen. It must, if it happens, it's all over. Like, and it's different for each person. It's that thing that makes you go, oh, oh God. And, and it's, if this happens, it's all over. Now here's the really, you're going to hate this. Even if that thing happens, it's not all over. Even if it's all over for you, maybe that thing is like, you know, dying or something like that. Even if that thing happens and it's all over for you, it's still not all over. Yeah. Like existence goes on. These moments go on. You just might not be conscious of them anymore, but they're still going on. Oof. So, yeah. No, I that's, told you this before. That's the rough stuff, man. Because, yeah. The- <laughs> That's the stuff. So, you know, um, I hate going into the psychology of this because this is something that, you know, people talk about that, you know, when you have somebody that's on that cliff and you go, Mm. you have kids. What are your kids going to do tomorrow? What are your kids going to do next week? What are your kids going to do next month? And then you cause people to go. I could end the suffering that's going here, but as soon as I end the yep. suffering here, it causes more suffering for people around me. When I could have mm-hmm. been, I could have been a leader in someone else's life. When I could have walked somebody else away from the yep. cliff, I have to yep. walk myself away from this cliff right now to be able to be active in somebody else's life, to be yep. influential, yep. to be an inspiration and everything else. And that's an important thing. And it's good to remember that. I do want to say this without getting into paragraphs. Um, that can't be the reason. Okay, so here's what happens. This is what happens. No paragraphs. This is still sentence one. This is, I, I actually don't even have sentences. This is all one sentence. I have to stay here for someone else cannot be the reason. Yes. Because for a lot of people, that only reaches a certain point where it eventually is like, that person will be okay. And, the, and, and, so no, it's good to have that. Like it's good to have that in your toolkit of like, yeah. You know, it's what good about to, the people around to me? take yeah. them away in that moment when when you yeah. know they are teetering. But it's yes. one of those yeah. things because yeah. yeah. being honest on, on this and being transparent, you know, I've been on that cliff and mm-hmm. and I said they'll turn eighteen one day, and I'm coming right back to this cliff. 
So between that time now, or between now and then, I can't mm. use that as a justification because eventually yes. that day yeah. is going to come about when I can go. No, they don't. They don't need me. They're adults yeah. now. They can go off and they can live their yep, own. Yep, 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 My yep. usefulness is, has worn out. You can't have that. That can't exactly. be your use. You don't exist. Part of why you're here involves other people. That's not why you're here. And I'm going to get pushed back on that. People are like, no, I'm here because I'm a mother. I'm here because I'm a father. No, you are a mother. You are a father. You are a or a sister, you're a brother, you're a, but none of those are the reason. Yeah. The reason you are here is because you are here. And by the way, I'm being religion friendly here. Like what pretty, whatever your, your faith or lack thereof is. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, the, the belief in the uh, totally uncaring purposeless and mechanical world is a faith, but whatever um, the uh, um, whatever your faith is, the, uh the reason if you distill all of them down the reason you're here is because you're here you are it is because it is and uh and when you look at it that way and the moment that you're in is that moment and now it's another moment and now it's another moment and so the and this can sound weird and it can sound like very like primary uh, or very like um basic of like well yeah yeah well not yeah it's like very basic of like well yeah i know this moment is this moment and that moment is that moment it's important to start processing things this way because a lot of our depression is because we're so focused on the past and the future oh man that was so embarrassing when i did that oh my god if i had done that differently can you imagine how much better things would be right i do that a lot neurotic jew oh my gosh can you imagine the first time when i discovered when i got pre-check when I got TSA pre-check and went through that line in like two minutes and didn't get searched or just they walked through a thing and got my bag and went through the other end, the first thing I thought was during the entire campaign, you could have just spent 85 bucks and, <laughs> and saved hours, hours every week. But you're such a schmuck that you didn't do it. Now, how about instead I go, wow, I never have to do that again. That's awesome. Like, but that's what I do. Like, that's, that's, that's my thing. That's my, yeah. that's my neurotic Jewish bugaboo there. Right. So now, but that's cause I'm, you know, focusing on the past, focusing on the future. Oh my God. What if that thing that mustn't happen happens or, Oh man, how am I going to be able to do that? Or, Oh my gosh, that deadline is coming up. If that thing, if that deadline isn't met, everything is finished forever. Or, oh my God, my kids are going to be 18 one day and they aren't going to need me anymore. Like all of these things, are you worried about stuff that already happened? So there's yep. nothing you can do about it and stuff that you don't even know what's going to happen. Like you have no idea what's going to happen to the, you don't know what's going to happen 10 seconds from now. We have no idea what's going to happen. We have a pretty rough approximation of what's going to happen, but we have no idea what's going to happen. Okay. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You are here right now. Be here right now. Live in this moment. And now live in this moment. And now live in this moment. And there's a thought. Okay, there was a thought. And now there's a moment that thought's gone. There's another thought there. When you start processing things that way, and again, this takes practice. When you start processing things that way, you apply all this stuff and you stop feeding yourself depression and you do all these things together. 
And when I say feeding yourself, I mean the food, like feeding yourself depression through what you say, but also feeding yourself literal physical depression juice. Like once you stop doing these things and once you start implementing this, that journey not only becomes more fulfilling and happier and everything else, but you're just living, you're actually living now. You're yeah. not living, you're not placeholding in the future. You're not a, a, a remnant of, of what happened from the past. You're not some like, like you know, a uh, uh, burial ground for the things that already happened. And you're not some like placeholder for whatever's going to happen in the future. You are a person fully living in the present moment right now. Uh, mindful of, of everything possible and as grateful as you possibly can be. And to me, that is, that's the best thing right there. And, and, and that's, and, and, it, and it will manifest itself in how you treat others. It will manifest itself in how you feel about the good and the bad. It, you will, you will naturally uh, be more uh, 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 motivated. You will have more uh, fulfillment, like all the great things happen. Don't do it for that. Yeah. Do it right now for yeah. this moment like that's focus on that all the other stuff comes i promise that's incredible hey uh this was an hour-long episode that's gone two two hours hours <laughs> i i am so for me personally i cannot say this enough without getting into paragraphs <laughs> tonight tonight was so moving for me so influential these are things that, you know, you know, as you said, you're not perfect on these things. You are, At you know, all. some of these things you're batting 300 and you're, you're stellar for, for doing that. Right. You're hall yes. of fame worthy. Um, yep. you know, I, this, these are things that clearly that I'm trying to implement as, in the best way possible mm -hmm. and trying to move forward, trying to continue mm -hmm. to develop myself, not just here on the podcast and, and having an amazing show with you, not just, for Muddy Waters Media, not just for, you know, we're going through a lot of these growths and development. And this is why this mm -hmm. was a, such an important conversation. Um, somebody Absolutely. had asked what the Dapper Squirrel thing was. I will post it up again um, as soon as I kick Spike off the Zoom uh, here in a minute. Yeah. We'll kick him off the screen. He'll still be on the Zoom. I'll put that back up. Um, he mocking you, and no one even has that. No one even gets to hear. I'm just that's why you for show. I really wish that people got to hear because when I made the dad joke for everyone who missed it, the very opening part, I did a dad joke. Spike during the entire intro song that he couldn't hear um, because I Stephen hasn't gotten on it yet. Spike is going nope, nope. Show's over. Show's no over. Show. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I am laughing. No but, um, you know, so this was this. I, I love that you give, gave the time to give so much of this topic the well-deserved respect that it needed to break this stuff down for us. I couldn't thank you enough for this. You are going in my book for slot one and two for the day for, for things I'm grateful for. Uh, one for you just there coming you on, too, for, for giving the respect it's, it's needed. But, um, I think technically that's all one thing, but thank you all the same. Well, no, no, no. one for Don't being... cheat on the list. Don't <laughs> cheat on the list. Spike came here, he said the thing, and then the show ended. Like it's Spike like Spike okay. mimicked my flag Spike in the background. The so that's thing, three. And that, that's, that's that's 17 things up. that happened that I'm <laughs> Spike Cohen exists. He came onto my show, which I have because I have internet and uh and the power stayed on. And he laughed at the thing that I said about the paragraphs. And that's like 30 things that happened. There we go. We're good. So, um, 
but but I, uh, I have to go ahead. I just I have to say two more parts of the first part. They, this these are very short. These ones are very short. Number one of part. These are these are these are actually like takeaways. These are we'll, we'll make a graph of all this stuff later. But uh, number one, I'm not a guru. I'm I am like Jason said. If you're bat on some of this stuff, if you're batting a th- batting three hundred, you're doing no paragraphs. Um, the the. <laughs> no one's gonna master this including you okay so do not beat yourself up on it just do your best each time okay all right like that and that becomes part of your like hey i'm doing my best and i'm proud of it like this is not about beating your this is not about creating new obligations to make yourself pissed off about when you inevitably don't always accomplish it this is just a thing that you can do and if you do it great and if you don't do it you go hey you know i'll do it next time like that's treat it this way i'm not creating new obligations it's not some new regime you have to do this is just stuff you can do these are new tools that you have the more you do them the better it's going to be sometimes you don't do them that's fine do it next time so that's that the other thing i want to tell you is that it is very common that when you first start getting into this you experience some very acute panic and sadness. And the reason for that is because there it's a myriad of different reasons why, but they all kind of boil down to you're kind of doing this new life experience and your body's natural reaction to a major disruptive internal change is this is bad, what's going on, okay? That's fine. It's positive. It's a part of this journey and it is a great opportunity for you to say, this is one of those moments I am proud of myself and everything I'm doing. It's, it's your first chance to actually apply this and start doing the stuff. But that often, it doesn't always come, but it often comes and it often comes really early on. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That is a natural reaction to, or it is a type of natural reaction. Some people don't have it. It is a perfectly natural reaction to all of this. So if you like the first time you start doing this, you have like a panic attack, that's okay. It's, it's actually okay. That's your body. That is your body trying to protect you. That yeah. is your mind trying to protect you because this is a new thing. And it's like, wait, whoa, this is way different than the other stuff we've been doing. Perfectly fine. Lean into it. Here's, there's a great, you've just created an opportunity for yourself to, to do your self-talk. So that, that was my, that's the only thing. I love that. I don't that want last people part. Like, I'm having panic attacks. I'm doing it wrong. Nope. That's actually, you're doing it right. That last part, I mean, that's so important because it's it's stress. Yes. Your body is going through stress because oh. of changes. You have positive stresses, yes. you have negative stressors. We usually exactly. hyper-focus on the negative ones, but that stress is okay. That stress is going to be yeah. there. Let the stress happen. You're doing the best you can. You're going to make a positive impact from this. Spike, Spike Cohen, um, you know, we have the Nards Cohen, is has said it's going to be better. Go ahead, just do it. When you work out, you'll feel some like physical pain afterwards. That's your, that's your muscles uh, 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 breaking down and, and regrowing or however that works or the, yep. the process of that. I'm not a, I'm not a kinesiologist. Clearly. If Clearly. you can tell. Clearly. <laughs> but like that is, that's part of that process, right? At, when you grow, when you're, when you're growing up, you have the growing pains. This is just a ki- kind of psychological growing pain and it can be painful. I mean, the, the more growth there is, the, the more that happens. Which is why also, uh, it, again, good to have a therapist, but, but this is not that something bad's happening to you. It's your, it's, it's really your brain going, what is this? I need to protect things. Something uh, my fight or flight needs to kick in because something's happening here and I need to protect myself. And you can actually say that you can say, 
this is a reaction that my body's doing and my mind's doing because it loves me and wants to protect me. And I'm grateful for that. Like these Boom. are the things you can tell yourself. Panic attacks are your brain trying to tell you something's wrong and we got to do something because we got to make it. It's your brain in a, in a less, not the best, well, not the most well-guided way, but it's just trying to protect you because it cares about you and wants you to get through it. And these are the kinds of things you can tell yourself to get through. So that's that. That's it. And that's the one thing that you can do. <laughs> the one thing. The one, one thing. Almost one, one syllable. Almost this two-hour <laughs> long one one word, really. If you think yeah, about it. yeah. <laughs> Spike, I love you, man. I appreciate you coming on you tonight. Too, um, Absolutely. Any last one word that you would like to share with us? That's my purse. I don't know. <laughs> I love you, man. All right, I um, I'll, I'll see you in a minute. Let me wrap things up over here. Actually, I do. I know. I do. I do want to say one last final one word. Hi, everybody. I no. Here's what I want to say. I am proud of you. And this is you too, Jason. I am proud of you. I love you. I think you are doing your best. I am so grateful for the opportunity to share this with you. And I uh, can't wait uh, for you to start experiencing this stuff for yourself. And do it as a journey, not as a challenge or as a, a series of obligations. Make it a part of your journey. Live in the moment. Be grateful and, and loving of your awareness. And I love you. And I, and I, I, uh, I, I celebrate in advance for, for how this will help you. I, I, I appreciate that so much. All right. Everybody, please, in the honor of Spike Cohen coming on here and doing all of this, let his, the dad joke that he was a part of, be a part of every family member no, friend that you have. That moment's over. Go ahead moment's over. and share this out now. Because by the time that people see it, the show will be over and they will be able to see Spike Cohen be a part of the dad joke. You guys have missed it. Many of you did. Now is your opportunity. Once the show is over, you guys can check that out. So please do help out. Share this out. Get more people to come see this as this was one of those incredible conversations. Uh, Spike, I'll see you here in a second. Uh, Give me one second. Thank you again, man, for, for hopping on. All right. Guys, that was incredible. Of course, as always, um, somebody had asked about the Dapper Squirrel. Let me unmess that one up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Spike, that's in your inbox, I believe. But this is this is the Dapper Squirrel shirts that we are pushing off this weekend. 30% off this weekend. Make sure you guys get on over there. Uh, link is in the description. Dear person behind me, the world is better place is a better place with you in it. With lots of love, the person in front of you. Imagine wearing that around town. Imagine just being able to share that out. You can see me and my beautiful wife standing up here on the top left, um, spreading the word and the love that we can to our own communities. Um, head on over to Dapper Squirrel, pick one of those up, show some love, show some support. But with that, guys, we will that'll be wrapping up Money Waters Media for the week. Um, next week, come on back. Make sure you guys are checking in for Spike and Matt's show every uh couple days <laughs> i will unmute you I'll, I'll i'll let you come back to this no that's fine <laughs> it's usually it's on uh usually it's on tuesdays wednesday or yeah tuesdays wednesdays and saturdays sometimes it's wednesdays thursdays and saturdays sometimes, sometimes it's, it's just sometimes there. It's, it's usually tuesdays and wednesdays for the for the you people that aren't subscribers but for our subscribers, 
who we love we a little have bit a special more. Saturday show that is exponentially better than not only the other two shows, but any other crap that we have on here, including this. Now, yes. hey, you're, I know what you're wondering. I know what you're wondering. How on earth can I be a part of this experience of getting the Saturday show? And, would, and, and also, would it be possible if I'm also subscribing to, uh, to get like an ad-free listening experience on Ooh. Spotify and Anchor? And I, I know this sounds way over the top. But is it also possible that, like, because you got some sweet merchandise at the Muddy Waters store at muddywatersmedia.com. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, oh. It's it's that, yeah, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, muddywatersmedia.com. Uh, but is there any way I could get a discount? Like, if I'm already subscribing, I know I'm asking a lot. I know I'm asking a lot, but can I get a discount, like a 10% discount, 20%? Like, is there a way I can get a discount? Well, I have some great news for you. Not only as a subscriber do you get access to our uh, weekly, sometimes multiple times a week, exclusive uh, subscriber-only content, not only do you get that ad-free listening experience on Anchor and Spotify, but yes, you also you also get a discount at the Muddy Waters Media Store at muddywatersmedia.com. And here's how you do it. You go to anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters slash subscribe. And you become a subscriber today. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, that sounds great, but I'm not a money bags. I'm not a multimillionaire. And I don't have the $150 a month that that must obviously cost. Well, I've got great news for you. It's not $150 a month. It's not even $100 a month. Nay, it's not even $75 a month. Ooh. It could be $50 a month, but it's not. It's not. And it's not even $25 a month. In fact, it's not even $20 a month. We've thought about making it $15 a month, but it's not. No, for only $10 a month, you get all of that stuff that I just said. Anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters slash subscribe. Bye, everybody. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys all. Be well, be good. And we will see you guys next week. Uh, catch you guys later. We don't need roads. <laughs>